Shield of Michigan and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. I've never heard such an intro. I feel like I got an audience with a Pope this morning. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I need to get your people to do an intro for me. Now, that would be awesome. You know, I told you people something a long time ago, and it's just as pertinent today as it was then. Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Well, that's easy to do today in the state of Michigan, the snowy winter wonderland. It's Michael Patrick Shields from the end of the road at the top of the world with a tail well calculated. To keep you in suspense, we get your Firekeepers Casino Friday turkey on the road this morning. And it's getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving, so look out, turkey. If it wasn't so cloudy or snowy yesterday, or maybe if you got lucky and you got a little gap in the coverage, you could have seen... The Leonoid meteor shower, 15 to 20 meteors per hour, and in the wee small hours this morning would have been the best time to see that meteor shower. Unfortunately, the snow farmers are doing well today, and the snow guns are running at ski resorts across northern Michigan and in western Michigan too, but schools are closed throughout west Michigan because of the lake effect snowstorm that's hitting the area. Grand Rapids, WTKG, Kalamazoo, WKZO. Public schools are closed in dozens of other districts, and that storm is bringing 6 to 12 inches of snow a foot in nine counties, including Kent, Ottawa, Kalamazoo, and Van Buren. And that winter storm creating dangerous road conditions throughout the weekend in West Michigan. The Kent County Road Commission Deputy Managing Director of Operations, Jerry Byrne, says people need to be patient, re-educate yourselves about how to drive in the winter, Take it easy. The Road Commission has three dozen trucks on the roads from 6 p.m. until this morning. They've been putting down salt and sand on the streets, and more of them will be out today. But the roads uh, will be drivable, but about half speed of what you're typically able to do. Okay, so please be careful. And this historic snowstorm is just burying parts of western New York. Uh, We were in Erie, Pennsylvania broadcasting, if you remember, back in September. It's a different place today. There's a state of emergency and a travel ban issued in the Buffalo area, just a little bit to the east of that. They could get 18 inches of snow overnight, and that'll peak through Friday night. Widespread power outages, too. Wind gusts up to 35 miles an hour. It's so bad that they're moving the NFL game from Buffalo, where they usually rely on weather to be kind of a motivating factor and make it tough on the other teams. They can't even play at Orchard Park there in the Buffalo Bills Stadium, so they're going to play it in Ford Field inside. The Cleveland Browns will come around the lake, and Buffalo will come around the lake, too. Ironically... Uh, those teams are very near each other, and uh, they're going to have to go to Detroit to play each other, though, geographically. Lions are on the road this weekend, thankfully, at the New York Giants, and so the stadium's open, and the tickets will be available at a much less price than they normally would be for an NFL game. Weirdly, the Bills have to play at Ford Field Thursday, too, because they're coming in for the Thanksgiving Day game against the Lions, Uh, but they're going to go home, and they're going to come back. And we'll hear more on that later with Ken Dallifor, who played 
Ford Alliance. Uh, speaking of travel, a record number of passengers are going to use Gerald R. Ford Airport over Thanksgiving's holiday period. Lansing will get action, too, at their airport. In fact, there'll be some people who say, I want to get out of here, and i got to get out of here, and Avello Airlines will help them do it. Nicole Noel Williams is the CEO of Capital Region International Airport, and uh, you can go to uh, flylansing.com for the details, but she's got them for us now. It's Thursday, Sunday flight times with Avello. You can go to veloair.com to book your tickets. They run promo fares of like $49 one-way fares. Great fares. The flight down here was smooth, just over two hours nonstop from Lansing. The convenience, of course, parking right outside our terminal. The goal is start your vacation as soon as you arrive to our airport and get through security, go upstairs, enjoy yourself at our bar, and hope that all the listeners take a look. And it goes to Orlando International Airport, I think, is one key thing to mention. Okay, make a run for it. And there's a big Mega Millions tonight in the jackpot, so maybe you can make that trip a little sweeter, too. MichiganLottery.com. And uh, Powerball is every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, too, and Mega Millions Tuesday and Friday. And you can play at Meyer, where you get more of the things you want most, more local produce, more home decor, more free prescriptions, and more importantly, you get them all for less at Meyer. Why would you pay more? And uh, not only that, of course, you can go to michiganlottery.com and play without leaving your home. So if you get snowed in or you don't want to go out there, you can still invest and play. Now, in addition to flying, travel numbers are up 21% this year. Millions of Americans will hit the road. 54 million of us will be going 50 miles or in my case, more for the holiday period. That's the third busiest of all time. 49 million of those will be on the highways. The busiest days will be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the following Sunday. Michael Patrick Shields with you, radio stations across the state of Michigan. Is the governor going to hit the road? That's the question that's being asked, and we'll have the audio yesterday from CNN, in which she was asked once again on the morning show, are you going to run for president? The answer might surprise you, because she gave her standard no, but then she gave a caveat. We will hear that coming up. Okay. Um, oh, the Ticketmaster is canceling the public sale that was supposed to happen today for the Taylor Swift tickets. They've had such a high demand on the ticketing system that uh, there's no inventory left and so, unfortunately, those of you who wanted to get the Swift tickets didn't get them swiftly enough, and they're a little sore about it. John Galuz, Union Financial Group, LLC.com, is on the other end of our line in Grand Rapids uh, this morning with a weather report and a stock report. Give us the, <laughs> the skinny we- on the both weather of you. Report. Yippee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yesterday, the Dow was down seven points, closed at 33,546. S&P 500 was down 12 points. Closed at 3,946. NASDAQ was down 38 points, closed at 11,144. Sorting of the futures, the Dow's up about 160. SP 500 is up about 27. NASDAQ's up about 105. Oil's at $81.40 a barrel. Uh, gold's at 17.81 an ounce. And real quick, uh, Elizabeth Holmes gets sentenced today. The prosecutors are recommending 15 years. We'll see what kind of justice we have in America. Well, Theranos uh, was the scheme she put together where supposedly with a drop of blood, you could learn all kinds of things about your health and you could do it at Walgreens or whatever instead of having to go get a full blood draw. 
She has one infant child now, and the last we looked, there was a baby bump, and she was trying to get sympathy from the court in the sentencing. We'll see about that. Uh, John Galoo's, uh the uh, average 401k balance down 23% in the last year, according to Fidelity Investments. Does that jake with you? Yeah, yeah, I would say uh, it's been a tough year for a lot of people. I, I think we're still headed in for a pretty nasty recession. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, there's probably going to be light at the end of the tunnel sometime next year, though. So hang in there. John Galoos can help you with advice like that with your retirement and your investments. Union Financial Group, LLC.com in Grand Rapids. It's MPS on a Firekeeper's Casino Friday. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Traverse City is more than a place, it's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food, shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. Visit TraverseCity.com to learn more on our Fab Fall getaways. Grab some green at Firekeepers this November. Win a share of over $200,000 with the Cash Grab Giveaway on Saturday, November 26th. You could be one of 25 guaranteed winners to pick a big prize, including up to $30,000 cash. Earn entries daily and join us on November 26th. Every two hours from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., five winners will each get to select from the punch board to win up to $10,000 cash. Then at 10 p.m., it's the grand prize drawing, where five lucky players will each choose a huge cash prize from $12,500 all the way up to $30,000 cash. Don't miss your chance to win a share of over $200,000 with the Cash Grab Giveaway on Saturday, November 26th. The best giveaways, the biggest guaranteed prizes, only at Firekeepers. Get your Vegas on at Firekeepers Casino Hotel. I-94 to exit 104 in Battle Creek. Management reserves all rights. Facebook's parent company, Meta, is set to hold a virtual reality concert featuring the late Notorious B.I.G. The event is being produced in collaboration with Biggie's estate and will feature his avatar performing hits from his catalog. The VR setting will be a virtual recreation of 1990s Brooklyn called The Brook. Biggie was murdered in 1997 at the age of 24. The Notorious B.I.G. Sky's The Limit of VR Concert Experience will debut on December 16th in the Venues section of Meta Horizon World. Jay Leno is recovering from the first of several surgeries after being burned by one of his classic cars. Dr. Peter Grossman says it's too early to tell whether the comedian is going to have any permanent damage after suffering burn injuries. Our hope is to get him to heal as quickly as possible in a way that we can minimize damage. But when you have a burn injury such as this, it is very hard to be able to predict completely whether or not there will be some functional or cosmetic disfigurement. 
When the car caught fire over the weekend, Leno suffered second and third degree burns to his face, chest, and hands. The comedian is said to be passing out cookies to kids in the hospital. The 72-year-old will have a second procedure later this week. And the Playboy Playmate, who appeared in Ghostbusters and ZZ Top's Legs music video, has died. It was reported Wednesday that model and actress Kimberly Heron passed on October 28th in Santa Barbara, California. She was 65 years old. That's Entertainment Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. The Jennifer Hudson theme song and the month of November started with me being at her taping in Burbank at Warner Brothers. And it will end at Thanksgiving with our friends at Lou Malnati's in Chicago sending her a frozen pizza for Thanksgiving because she's from Chicago and she'll be back there. And so have a Merry Christmas and a great pizza and a happy Thanksgiving, Jennifer Hudson. And it sure was fun to see you again. It's Michael Patrick Shields. We never let the birthday of a beautiful person. Oh, yes, that's why we're playing this song, too. The show that I taped uh, uh, there with Jennifer Hudson on her show is going to air on Monday. So if you want to see it, you'll catch glimpses of me because I'm wearing a red blazer and I'm near the front in the studio audience. And so if you want to, you can. But the Jennifer Hudson show, Monday, the 21st, with uh, MPS. We never let the birthday of a beautiful person like her pass without taking note. Linda Evans from Dynasty is 80, and Elizabeth Perkins from the show Weeds is 62. She was on the West Wing, too, if you remember that. MPS with you now. The governor appeared on CNN on the Don Lemon Morning Show with the other two, Caitlin Collins, and I forget the other one. But they asked her, Caitlin Collins did, about being president instead of governor and seemed to be pushing her to do it. And uh, here's what our governor said about being president. I know Republicans in your state have said they'd like to fight that. Uh, On another note, you've been asked a lot in almost basically every interview you've done recently about a 2024 run and running for president. You've said you're not interested in it. I guess my question is, if you're a supporter of yours and you're someone who, who doesn't live in Michigan but is national and wants to see you run, what is the argument for you not running for president? You know, I literally eight days ago got elected to a second four-year term. This is, um, you know, the, the state that I've always called home. I love the state of Michigan. I am so grateful to be the governor of the state of Michigan. I've got a big task ahead of me, and that's where I'm going to put 100% of my focus for now. Um, I do think that it, it's flattering that people continue to ask, but I got a big job that I was just hired to do for four more years, and that's where I'm going to stay focused. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Governor. For now, we heard for now in that answer. Yes. <laughs> I know. Everyone's going to parse that. I'm staying right where I'm at. Thank and, you. And I feel ganged up on because apparently you guys called each other for the, the pink, pink memo. day. Yeah. I didn't get it. Well, the um, parsing of it out isn't really parsing it out because a card laid is a card played. She said for now. She didn't say for the entire term. She said for now. And thankfully, one of those three people were actually listening to what she said. So I guess that's what you have to say, that I'm staying right where I am. And then when things change, you can say, well, that was then and this is now. It's different. For now, two little words. Politics.
By the way, the guy who wants to be president on the Republican side, Donald Trump, when he announced his run for presidency, a couple of Michiganders were there. Me, Sean Maddock, the Michigan Republican Party co-chair and a true Trumper, along with another true Trumper, Linda Lee Tarver, Republican activist. They were down there at Mar-a-Lago. And you know who's there today, Tony Cuthbert, is... uh, our man, the positive patriot, Robert Dempster oh, from Birmingham, wow. he's performing at some kind of a, some kind of a Spirit of America event, and he's so he's performing. I think it's tonight at Mar-a-Lago. Governor Whitmer says she uh, wants to fix the damn roads in her second term. She needs an entirely new funding system. She says in order to do it. So how far are we from fixing the roads? I don't know, but uh, she also wants to move up. Speaking of being president. Michigan's primary for the next presidential election from March to February. See, she'll be eager to get the nomination. You remember that um, I was going to do the judge show yesterday, Tony Cuthbert, here in Hollywood, and that I've been sort of working my way up the ranks of the television judge shows? Yes. So, so far, twice on those judge shows, I've been in the small audience that you see behind the uh, plaintiff and the defendant appearing in it's a freelance acting role you're just taking and, it all in sitting yeah and well no you have to you have to they tell you where to look and what to wear and oh, you know that kind of thing it's it's a little bit of work uh, because you're on the camera a lot so yesterday i was going to possibly be a litigant and so i moved up the rank so now i got parking in the studio lot instead of on the street I got the perks of uh, being in an actual role of a litigant or a defendant because those are played by actors in front of the judge. I also got to use craft services. I got a banana. And guess what? I got my own dressing room, too. <laughs> I've always heard that craft services on any type of set is like the most amazing thing in the world. And you got a banana? It was terrible. Uh- they had cereal and <laughs> crackers and stuff. This is not exactly what you would call a, you know, an A-list movie. It's a judge show. It was a continental breakfast, basically. And the locker room, or I say locker room, the dressing room was not what you would call glamorous, but it's a behind-the-scenes peak. So I was now, uh, I didn't get off the bench, though, because they ran out of time. But, <laughs> but I still got paid. Um, straight pay, not union. But anyway, so I'm working my way up the ranks, and I'll appear on one of these judge shows very soon. But yesterday was a day at the studio, and just sort of like being in the bullpen, waiting for the call. Um, Speaking of that, the Michigan Supreme Court uh, wants uh, perhaps to consider a new rule that would allow defendants to be free of restraints when they go into the courtroom. You know, sometimes you see them in jackets and uh, handcuffs and chains and shackles and stuff. And so they're saying that, you know, in front of a jury, it's humiliating. And they don't think that they think it might result in an unfair, you know, prejudice against the criminal involved. Speaking of criminals, North Korea fired a missile capable of reaching the United States yesterday in testing. And uh, Dana Nessel reminding people there are penalties. If you make a threat against a school, 20 year felony. Like if you call in a bomb threat, you know, you thought that was funny when you were younger. Mm-mm. One-year misdemeanor for threats of violence against a school or an employee. Malicious use of telecommunications device. There are real consequences with threats of real crime, and they're not fooling around when it comes to schools. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you, radio stations across the state of Michigan, worldwide at mibigshow.com from our Hollywood studios this morning in Beverly Hills, California.
as we head into Thanksgiving weekend in a snowy winter wonderland. California health officials say a child under the age of five has died from RSV and the flu. Parent Veronica Johnson tells NBC Bay Area how she plans to keep her kids safe. He told me the other day that there were a lot of kids coughing in the class. So I was like, okay, well, make sure you wash your hands and just try to keep your distance from them. Doctors suggest that people should not gather if they're sick and should consider wearing a mask inside if small kids are around. There's apparently a connection between dating apps and those who use them to hunt for victims. That's according to a new study from Brigham Young University in Utah. The study looked at sex assault victims' medical exam charts that was between the years 2017 and 2020 and found that 14% of rapes were committed by people who met through dating apps. The study also found that 60% of acquaintance rape victims disclosed mental illness. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. State Senator Wayne Schmidt, you were in the legislature for the last four years. Did the governor miss opportunities to provide economic relief to Michigan citizens? There were opportunities to do that. I wish there had been more discussion between the administration and the legislature. You can never go wrong by sitting down and talking. Hopefully we have one last crack at them here in Lame Duck. What do the Republicans want in Lame Duck? We have an update on that coming your way, too, if you'll stick around. Change is big. It's solar panels, batteries powering every Michigan business. It's a smart thermostat in every home. And Consumers Energy is making it happen. If you haven't heard, they're working hard to ensure Michiganders have access to sustainable, reliable, affordable energy. And you can learn more at ConsumersEnergy.com slash clean energy. Michael Patrick Shields with you. Phase three of the construction of a new lock at the Sioux Locks is underway. And uh, the contractors have been working even in the weather, too. And uh, the mobilization of the equipment is a big milestone for the project. And uh, they don't uh, know exactly when it will be finished because of the harsh winter climate. But a construction project that is moving forward is the Great Lakes Tunnel under the Straits of Mackinac. Ryan Duffy from Enbridge Energy talked about the Army Corps of Engineer public comment period closing, and he had an update on construction of the tunnel that will house the Line 5 pipelines. So there were three public comment meetings and thousands of written comments that went in uh, to the Army Corps, and now the uh, public comment period has closed. So the Corps is right now uh, working on its environmental impact statement, it's called, for the Great Lakes Tunnel Project. And all this public input, this is a big part of that process, and it's factored into the permitting. So we did have a lot of good supportive comments come in, a lot of questions too, though, of course. Uh, But our belief is overall, this really does make the project better when you have all these viewpoints and perspectives included. And so from here now, the next steps, the Corps is going to put out a draft environmental impact statement, and we'll go from there as we get closer to being able to start construction. So we're absolutely committed to this permitting process, to seeing it through, building the tunnel. We've invested more than $100 million in the project already, which shows our level of commitment. And so we're doing all we can at our end to keep things moving along. Our tunnel project's team is working on it every day. Uh, Then you have the Michigan Public Service Commission side of things, too, and that approval that we need. And and there is some additional testimony going in for that approval process. So that's advancing along, too. Ryan Duffy, Enbridge Energy with Michael Patrick Shields.
NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. A historic snowstorm is hitting parts of western New York. Erie County, which includes the city of Buffalo, has issued a state of emergency and travel ban. Uh, the snowfall rates of one to two, uh, two inches per hour will increase to three inches plus per hour in the overnight hours. Officials say surrounding areas could get 12 to 18 inches of snow in the overnight hours as expected to be the worst tonight through tomorrow night. The storm is also causing widespread power outages as winds are expected to gust up to 35 miles per hour. Sunday's NFL game between the Buffalo Bills and Cleveland Browns has been moved from Buffalo to Detroit. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is announcing she won't seek re-election to House Democratic leadership. Mark Mayfield with more. She could pass the torch to New York Congressman Hakeem Jeffries. If elected by his congressional colleagues, he'd become the first black representative to become minority leader. Jeffries is a lawyer from Central Brooklyn and serves as chair of the House Democratic Caucus. On Thursday, he tweeted that Pelosi is the GOAT, or greatest of all time. I'm Mark Mayfield. Employees of Twitter are resigning in large numbers after Elon Musk issued an ultimatum that they need to commit to a hardcore work environment. Ahmed Banafa, professor and tech expert at San Jose State University. All of these things is something called management by fear. And management by fear is the enemy of innovation. So he did not create an environment of trust, of, uh, you know, innovation, of uh, thriving and listening. CNBC shared internal Slack messages that showed engineers and other employees saying their goodbyes leading up to the 5 p.m. Eastern time deadline Thursday. Musk sent an email company-wide Wednesday saying employees should expect to work long hours at high intensity if they wanted to remain employed. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Employees of Twitter are resigning in large numbers after Elon Musk issued an ultimatum that they need to commit to a hardcore work environment. Ryan Shook explains. CNBC shared internal Slack messages that showed engineers and other employees saying their goodbyes leading up to the 5 p.m. Eastern Time deadline Thursday. Musk sent an email company-wide Wednesday saying employees should expect to work long hours at high intensity if they wanted to remain employed. An engineer told CNBC that resignations are affecting important parts of the company's infrastructure, something that would leave the company at serious risk of being able to recover. And Roku is set to lay off 200 employees. The company is citing current economic conditions after cutting almost 7% of its workforce. As of late last year, Roku had around 3,000 full-time employees in 13 different countries. This comes as other tech and media companies have made layoffs recently, like Amazon, Disney, and Meta. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Well, it used to be Her Majesty's Secret Service. Now it's His Majesty's Secret Service. And long live the King, Charles II, Prince Charles. And uh, a man who has an inside look. And a number one New York Times bestseller. And he's been there before. Christopher Anderson is nice enough to join us on our AT&T line and our radio stage. The author of 18 New York Times bestsellers. Worked at Time and People, edited those magazines, and you've seen him on all the shows from Good Morning America to Entertainment Tonight, and he's with us right now. Mr. Anderson, congratulations, first and foremost, on your success. You're publishing royalty. Well, thank you so much. Hey, hey listen, you know, you actually said Prince Charles, which, and I, it, it's hard to get used to the king. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, 
that underscored my point perfectly because it, it is a you know world, yeah. absolutely you remember that song in the lion king where the little lion uh, simba was singing i just can't wait to be king and well, king charles had to wait a long 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 time and it's a grim event that propels him to be king or elevates him as it eventually will happen next may i hear um, right so it's bittersweet isn't it Yes, it is. It's one of those things that he's been waiting for 70 years, longer than anyone else. Uh, uh, Edward VII waited 59 years to succeed Queen Victoria. But, uh, you know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions about Charles is that we know him, even though he's been there next to his mother all that time, all of her reign. Uh, we don't, uh, you know, he's sort of an enigma. You know, we knew who she was. She knew who she was. Not that complicated, but he is a very complicated guy. And full of all sorts of paradoxes and and, and contradictions. Um, so I think it's going to be fascinating to see what his reign is going to look like. And, and his first hurdle, by the way, and I write about this in some detail, is selling his people on Camilla as queen. Because you know it's one thing to say, and Camilla is still very unpopular. People remember Diana and that whole saga. But it's one thing to say she's going to be queen. But it's another thing to actually see her crowned. Queen of England next to him on May 6th. I think that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. The book is called The King, The Life of Charles II by Christopher Anderson. I'm glad you brought that up because ha have the British subjects largely forgiven Charles for the end of the marriage with Diana, which was brought about presumably by the dalliance with Camilla Parker Bowles? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I think that we're in a honeymoon period right now. Uh, but... Uh, the, la the latest, uh, as far as Charles's reign is concerned, people are still sad about the Queen, and they want to give him a chance. But the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, uh, his relationship with his mother was very complicated. I mean, she did not like Camilla. She did not approve of Camilla. She called her that wicked woman for wrecking his marriage to Diana. And as a result, when Diana died, Camilla, as you may remember, was the most hated woman in the realm, uh, maybe in the world, who knows, and um, it took uh, Charles eight years to convince the Queen to let him marry Camilla, and he had to promise he would. He had to promise she would never be called Queen; that she would be uh, Princess Consort and nothing more. Well, he never intended to keep that promise, and frankly, it took when, when he announced that she would be Queen. William and Harry were blindsided by that relatively recent announcement. So, you know, it's going to be a very complicated thing. The last poll showed. Uh, in, in uh, November of last year, it showed only 14 people, 14% uh, of all the British people were willing to accept Camilla as their queen. Now, when the queen endorsed Camilla earlier this year, a big surprise endorsement, you know, her ratings went up, but they started to drop again. So Camilla remains uh, very unpopular, very unpopular in England. I was a weird young man, uh, Christopher Anderson, the author of The King, The Life of Charles II, because I used to, even though I couldn't afford them, go and buy the Turnbull Asser dress shirts at Neiman Marcus <laughs> because they had the little label in there that they were shirt makers to HRH, the Prince of Wales. And I went and bought Penhaligon cologne, the hammam, because supposedly that's what Prince Charles wore, even though no woman I ever met liked it. Would I like him if I met him? Well, you know, he can be charming on, on the surface, but, you know, he has, uh, he's a very quirky guy, and he has uh, a temper, uh, a big, big temper. It's always directed at servants and people that he considers lesser people. I mean, I write in the book about how he uh, got so angry one time when his cufflink went down the drain uh, that he pulled the bathroom sink right off the wall. 
Another time he tried to strangle one of his servants. The servant had to hide in a closet. Uh, you know, he threw something very heavy at Diana once and just missed her head. He, 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 could, he got so frustrated with a stuck window that he threw a uh, chair through it because he wanted fresh air. And this was somebody else's house. So, uh, you know. The answer is yes, I would like him then. <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> but the, much is made about his devotion to his Edward bear, his teddy bear, too. That's a contrast. It is. It's a little strange, isn't it? But, you know, he's devoted to the teddy bear. He's always traveled with it. The only person who's ever been able to, until very recently, uh, to mend it, to keep it together, this little 70 year old teddy bear, is uh, his. Childhood nanny, Mabel Anderson, he's still close to her. Um, you know, he has a lot of, you know, he travels with his own upholstered toilet seat, and this is he's denied it, gone to the trouble of issuing a formal denial recently, but his uh, uh, valet has confirmed that he does do that. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's an interesting and very uh, quirky fellow. What's and your relationship with the palace like? Oh, you know, I've been writing about them for so long, uh, 50 years. I covered, uh, as you mentioned in the introduction, I was at People and Time magazine. So I covered them, I actually covered the Silver Jubilee of the Queen, the 25th anniversary uh, in 1977. And I remember the entire family walking up within feet of me at that point. And I think, thinking, yes, they're interesting, but it's sort of like a waxworks collection of kind of stuffy people because Diana wasn't in the picture yet. And when she entered in 1980, then it became a big, uh, you know, uh, it was a huge uh, seismic shift in the world's interest in the in the royal family, and, and rightly so, because then it became, the, you know, the world's leading soap opera, really. Is he fairly uh, presented in the TV series The Crown, Prince Charles or King Charles now? He has been so far, and we'll, and we'll see how it, the new season goes. I mean, he... Uh, you know, the key, I think, to his personality is his very, very sad childhood. I mean, it's really heartbreakingly bad. His parents, you know, kind of abandoned him and left him to, uh, you know, to, to go to uh, very tough uh, private schools where he was tortured, beaten. He said it was hell on earth, the pure hell. He hated his experience. Uh, he begged to come home as a child from the, these very rough schools, and, and the parents just wouldn't wouldn't do it. So he always felt... His, you know, his mother he described the queen as cold and aloof as a mother. Uh, she did get, she warmed up to him late in life, but as the queen's cousin told me, uh, the relationship between Charles and his mother was never cozy because the family, as she put it, isn't meant to be cozy. So, interesting. Hmm. Well, thanks for getting cozy with us for a few minutes. We appreciate it. The book is called The King. It's a number one bestseller, New York Times, by Christopher Anderson. Congratulations on your success. Thank you. Appreciate it. It was great fun. I don't know if you've chewed through all the episodes of The Crown just yet, but uh, I'll tell you, I think um, you might look at Princess Diana in a different way now and maybe Prince Charles now, King Charles too. Neither one of them come off very well and there are some bit players too like Martin Bashir who also comes off that journalist as kind of yeah, snively and sinister if you will The Crown is on Netflix Be the spark that ignites change at Oakland University Become the leader you were born to be because right now it's your time to shine. Learn more at oakland.edu slash future students and a future king is on the way
ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Now is the perfect time. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now at DeanJobs.com and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. Fly Lansing nonstop to Orlando on Avello Airlines and enjoy Florida sunshine in no time. Fly from Lansing's Capital Region International Airport and enjoy affordable parking, hassle-free check-in, and short security lines. Starting October 26th, say hello to Avello with nonstop flights from Lansing to Orlando International Airport. Book your trip today at aveloair.com. That's A-V-E-L-O-Air.com. And fly Lansing. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all, and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Western New York is starting to get hit by a historic snowstorm. The National Weather Service says there is heavy lake effect snow with snowfall rates of three inches per hour. Officials say surrounding areas could get 12 to 18 inches of snow in the overnight hours. House Democrats may be getting new leadership across the board after losing their majority to Republicans. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced she won't seek re-election to House Democratic leadership. And Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and Majority Whip James Clyburn are also making way for new leaders. Ticketmaster is canceling today's public on sale of tickets of Taylor Swift's upcoming tour. Joe Levy of Billboard magazine says it's a very bad look for Ticketmaster and a pretty bad day for Taylor Swift. Honestly, the fans, they're more frustrated that they signed up for something and didn't get what they signed up. The company cites an extraordinarily high demand on ticketing systems. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Songwriter and performer David Foster wrote this song, Grown Up Christmas Lists. That's him at the piano and his wife, Catherine McPhee, yesterday here on Rodeo Drive. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. It was the Beverly Hills Express Holiday Light Ceremony. And they took the stage right there in front of the Beverly Wilshire before the fireworks and before Santa Claus arrived. David Foster with 16 Grammy Awards. He worked with Whitney Houston and Barbara Streisand and Michael Jackson and Madonna, too, from Michigan. And uh, did a lot of soundtracks for movies, including St. Elmo's Fire 
and this beautiful song. And Catherine McPhee was a runner-up on American Idol. She's 38, he's 72, and they had a baby last year. And uh, that was their Christmas wish. Merry Christmas to you from Michael Patrick Shields. David Foster and Catherine McPhee. They've got a new Christmas album out now, too, by the way. Emily Loke says hooray for Hollywood. She's with us now, LinkedIn, the Public Relations and Community Affairs Director for Celebration Cinemas and Studio C throughout Michigan, where with the weather the way it is, it wouldn't be a bad weekend for a double feature, would it? (laughs) The world has been shaken like a snow globe, and I know a lot of kids (laughs) who are just getting their first snow day of the year today, so that is magical, right? And, you know, seems like a perfect opportunity for hot popcorn and movie theaters and coming in out of the cold. (laughs) What do you recommend we take them to? And then what about something for us in the evening? (laughs) Well, the kids are going to come and see all of the holdovers with Black Panther, Black Adam, and Lyle Lyle Crocodile. But new this movie, excuse me, this weekend are a couple of really interesting, more niche movies. She Said is another in the line of Spotlight features. They did the big short and bombshell. This is the Harvey Weinstein story about the um, investigative journalist Megan Tui, who blew the top off of the um, story, shattering decades of silence around sexual harassment and launched the Me Too movement. So we, around this time of year, we've gotten a number of these kinds of stories. They're really interesting. Um, I think they're important to be told, and we'll see if audiences turn out for that. Also looking fantastic, if you like the really weird stuff, is a dark comedy called The Menu, starring Ralph Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy. number one on my list about a <laughs> sinister sort of celebrity chef, right? Right, yeah. Well, I, the main character and her husband get this exclusive tasting menu experience, and they get on a boat and go to this island, and all of a sudden things go sideways, and people are going to be running around for their lives with caviar. So... You know, they've done a really good job keeping the mystery on this one, but it looks fantastic. Yeah, directed um, by the guy who does Succession for HBO. Yes. And so that's the darkness and the humor of it all mixed in together. So I'm curious to see that for sure. And, of course, the Harvey Weinstein story, what a spectacular fall from grace yeah. from a guy who put out so many fantastic holiday uh, Hollywood movies. True. I mean, I'd hate to imagine the movie landscape without him. However, he's in jail now. Yeah, and I'd be remiss to not mention a Michigan-specific story, and this is one I've seen. Um, Bad Axe is coming out, and it's a limited release this weekend. It is uh, sort of a real-time portrait of 2020 through the lens of this first- and second-generation Cambodian family that lives in Bad Axe, Michigan. Um, So we have a parent generation that has been business and entrepreneurial in rural Michigan. The second generation has kids who have gone to University of Michigan. Um, And so here they are in 2020 in sort of Trump rural America as the pandemic is unfolding, as their restaurant is sort of under siege, as there's some dynamics surrounding them being an Asian-American family in this space. And I watched it, and it is a film that exists in a very specific political time and space, but purely as a business story, like, (laughs) it went there, and I felt like I was reliving moments of the past couple of years, 
And it is a powerful story and I think um, helps build empathy for different people's experiences in our state, and, and it's worth seeing. Is it a documentary? It is a documentary. It's done by a family member who is, uh, I think, a student at U of M in film. And uh, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. It's getting critical reviews, you know, through the roof. So it's, uh, it's very well done. It's called Bad Axe. I presume it takes place in Bad Axe. Is it pandemic-related then? It, it is. It's a, okay. it's a pandemic and COVID story. It's sort of about the emergence of the Black Lives Matters movement in that area um, and their negotiation of all of these forces um, as an Asian-American family that's tried to sort of keep a fairly apolitical low profile but is just being, you know, hit by the siege of huge forces in their lives and on their business. And uh, it's, you know, there's these moments in it that I was like, oh, I remember that. Oh, yep, I, I know what it was to try to navigate through some of those questions. <laughs> I saw the George Clooney movie uh, and Julie Roberts' Ticket to Paradise. I see that's number three on the list. That's uh, that is um, fine. I love that movie. You know, it was cute enough. <laughs> and they just basically mug for the camera for two hours for sure. in a beautiful location. And so there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, especially hey, on a snow-covered day the in snow Michigan. Falls. Let's go to a tropical island and watch them banter and fight with each other. That sounds really great. <laughs> Uh, however, number one right now is Black Panther Wakanda sure. Forever, which is a superhero movie. They always seem to go to number one. And with Thanksgiving and coming up, that's usually a big movie weekend. Do you yeah, anticipate it will be? We sure do. And there's a choice between do you want the film that's about bringing families together or about stabbing each other in the back? So we do have the follow-up <laughs> to the Knives Out film with Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Um, you know, uh, we can expect some really great <laughs> storytelling and on-screen fun there with tech billionaire Miles Braun inviting his friends to a getaway on a Greek island. Someone's going to end up dead, and Detective Benoit Blanc is going to get drawn in to the case. So that's what my extended family wants to see. And then there is also the new Disney animation, Strange World, um, really about, you know, you can't save the world until you reckon with understanding your own family. I am so thankful for you and for the movies and for Celebration Cinemas and Studio C. Emily Lokes with Michael Patrick Shields. state status proceed to the plan the road to top 10 plan from business leaders from michigan charts a course for michigan's growth with key landmarks along the way turn right to compete for good jobs like bringing quality jobs to michigan investing in education and job training rebuilding our infrastructure and more and if we follow the plan you have reached your destination top 10 state status read the full plan at michigan's road to top 10.com Get more for your money this Thanksgiving at Meyer. Set the table with Meyer Grade A frozen turkey for 55 cents per pound, limit two. Then save with everyday low prices on sides like Meyer frozen steamable sweet corn and Meyer cream of mushroom soup, a five-pound bag of russet potatoes for 99 cents, and Pillsbury crescents and pie crust. Buy three, get two free. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Derrick Henry did it all. Rushed for 87 yards and a score. Also threw a three-yard touchdown pass. Helped the Titans beat the Packers and proved to 7-3. and three. Packers have now dropped six of their last seven. NFL moving Sunday's matchup between the Bills and Browns to Detroit due to that major snowstorm that's expected to hit Buffalo this weekend. The Eagles signed veteran defensive lineman Indomitian Sue to a one-year deal. Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge won the AL MVP. The Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt took home the NL MVP. Royce O'Neal tipped in a Kevin Durant miss with under a second left in the game to get the Nets a win over the Trailblazers. The Kings beat the Spurs for their fifth straight win. The Clippers held off the Pistons as Kawhi Leonard returned from a 12-game absence due to a sore knee. Devils beat the Maple Leafs in overtime for their 11th straight win. Blues topped the Capitals in a shootout to extend their win streak to five straight. That's sports. Ronda Moss, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. I believe that it is conversations like this that we're having. So I'm grateful for this opportunity with your excellent show and its wide reach for us to talk directly to people and let them know. So hear your voices. Let's say this is enough and let's get this done. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. The Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning. My name's Michael Patrick Shields, and for 83 years of those mornings, well, I haven't been there for all of them. Some people have, though. A Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has kept a commitment to members and everyone in Michigan by building healthier communities and providing access to care in every zip code. Blue Cross is here for it all. And always will be. Tony Cuthbert, let's talk some sports as the Pistons are out here tonight to face the Lakers in La La Land. Yeah, they're staying in the same arena two nights in a row, and they did fall to the Clippers last night, 96-91. to So same locker room tonight as they will take on the Lakers, and hopefully they can find a way to break this five-game losing streak. I think the Lakers might be the team to do it against because they have been struggling all season long. The Red Wings, though, they put it into their four-game losing streak, a 7-4 win over the Sharks in San Jose. They've been out west, it seems like, forever, but they have one game left on this road trip, and it is tomorrow, deep south, Columbus, Ohio, against the Blue Jackets for that one. And now we go to the Shield, the NFL. The Lions are on the road this weekend to take on the Giants. They're looking for their third straight win. The Lions sit at 3-6 and six overall. Thursday night football last night, Titans over the Packers, 27-17. to 17. The Packers continue to just go down the tubes this season with Aaron Rodgers, and he's just super frustrated with what he has around him. But you know what? That's eh, too bad to see, I guess. We know about the NFL moving Sunday's game between the Buffalo Bills and Cleveland Browns from Buffalo to Detroit. City is set to get hit by a major snowstorm. There's not really any details at the moment in terms of tickets. When they did this back in 2014, it was the Bills versus the Jets, and those tickets were free at the time for anybody that wanted to go. I just don't see that happening because these are two rabid fan bases that really want to see their teams play. And you know what? I think Deshaun Watson, of all people, is eligible to come back for the Browns this weekend, I believe. I don't believe he's going to play, but... Boy, would that have been a spectacle if that was to occur in the city of Detroit. So I guess we'll hold off on that. College football, Michigan takes on Illinois tomorrow. The big house, Michigan State hosts Indiana. 
college football and the Michigan basketball team fell to Arizona State late last night, 87-62. Michigan State has Villanova tonight. And that's brought to you by Dean Transportation. He is Tony Cuthbert. I am Michael Patrick Shields. You can listen to this all over again at MIBigShow.com or go to Spreaker, download the Michigan's Big Show app, favorite it, and you're underway. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. Western New York is starting to get hit by a historic snowstorm. The National Weather Service says there is heavy lake effect snow with snowfall rates of three inches per hour. Officials say surrounding areas could get 12 to 18 inches of snow in the overnight hours. House Democrats may be getting new leadership across the board after losing their majority to Republicans. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced she won't seek re-election to House Democratic leadership. And Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and Majority Whip James Clyburn are also making way for new leaders. Ticketmaster is canceling today's public on sale of tickets of Taylor Swift's upcoming tour. Joe Levy of Billboard magazine says it's a very bad look for Ticketmaster and a pretty bad day for Taylor Swift. Honestly, the fans, they're more frustrated that they signed up for something and didn't get what they signed up. The company cites an extraordinarily high demand on ticketing systems. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. We're watching cold air and winter weather across the country for today. Buffalo and the uh, Great Lakes area, you're going to see some lake effect snow causing a very serious uh, wind conditions, winter conditions now for the uh, Buffalo area along the lake area up into Michigan as well. Parts of northern Wisconsin, you're going to see severe accumulations of snow this weekend, but you will see a little bit of it start today. Very cold temperatures across the upper Midwest. Temperatures only in the teens to upper 20s across Minneapolis and Chicago. 31 in St. Louis, uh, 28 in Kansas City. We'll see temperatures in the 20s for the Dakotas. Uh, the uh, upper Northwest, you're going to see cold air as well with temperatures in the 20s and 30s across uh, uh, Wyoming and Montana into Idaho. Uh, the Northeast should look pretty good today with some partly sunny skies, temperatures in the 40s, but the colder weather is coming your way for the weekend. That's your national weather forecast. George Brown, NBC News Radio. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. Millions of Americans are getting ready to hit the road for the Thanksgiving holidays. AAA is projecting over 54 million Americans will be traveling 50 miles or more during the holiday period. That's the third busiest of all time. 49 million of those travelers will be on America's highways. The busiest travel days are expected to be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the following Sunday. Western New York is getting hit with a snowstorm that may dump 5 to 6 feet of snow in some areas. Erie County Executive Mark Polakars is announcing that several cities have declared a state of emergency until at least early Saturday morning. Currently there are states of emergencies in the county of Erie, the city of Buffalo, uh, the town and village of Hamburg, uh, the town of Amherst, as well as the village of Angola. The National Weather Service said an intense band of lake effect snow had already begun hitting the area as of Thursday evening. Winds are expected to gust up to 35 miles per hour and snow may fall at a rate of 2 to 3 inches per hour. In addition to schools and businesses closing, Sunday's Buffalo Bills home game against the Cleveland Browns is being moved to Detroit. The Bills will remain in Detroit for a Thanksgiving Day game against the Lions. The man who drove into a crowd of Los Angeles County Sheriff's recruits on Wednesday allegedly did so on purpose. Ryan Shook reports. 
L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva tells News Nation the crash was a deliberate act. Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez is charged with attempted murder of a peace officer. The 22-year-old can be seen on security camera footage swerving into a crowd of sheriff's recruits who were jogging in formation. 25 people were injured, five of them critically. The Diamond Bar resident was taken into custody after he crashed into a pole in South Whittier. I'm Brian Shook. And the prosecution has arrested its case in the Harvey Weinstein rape trial. The Los Angeles jury was told on Thursday they would reconvene after Thanksgiving. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. American households are piling on debt fast. The Federal Reserve of New York says households added $351 billion in overall debt in the third quarter for a total of $16.5 trillion. That's an 8.3% increase, the most in a single quarter since the first quarter of 2008. Most of it was mortgage debt, but credit card debt jumped 15%, the most in 20 years. The Fed says the question is whether borrowers can keep up with their payments. The work-from-home trend, thanks to the pandemic, is shifting the outlook for commercial real estate as where people live has shifted. Instead of many big cities, such as New York and Los Angeles, the commercial real estate platform Cadre is out with a new list of 18 U.S. cities, many of them medium-sized, as best for investment. David Vincent is a director and investment specialist at Cadre. So these are the markets that we think have the most attractive forward-looking growth drivers whether it's population growth, job growth, or other economic tailwinds, that we think will lead these uh, markets to outperform the rest of the country. Among those cities are Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, Riverside, California, and the not-so-small Philadelphia for both office and industrial. For industrial in particular, right, you have the eastern seaboard, you have a transportation hub, the Philadelphia port ranked as the fastest-growing port in uh, 2021, Uh, You've got great rail access, several international airports nearby. All of this stuff leads to it being a very attractive market for logistics, distribution, and warehousing. Vincent says Cadre developed its list using a combination of AI and machine learning and observations from its team on the ground. Walmart's reputation as a low-price leader is helping its bottom line as inflation squeezes shoppers. Its quarterly sales rose 8.2 percent, stronger than expected. Walmart is also raising its outlook for sales, and so is Dollar General, which says it's also seeing an increase in wealthier customers because of inflation. Its stock rose almost 4 percent Tuesday. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio. Derrick Henry did it all. Rushed for 87 yards in a score. Also threw a three-yard touchdown pass. Helped the Titans beat the Packers. Improved to 7-3. and three. Packers have now dropped six of their last seven. NFL moving Sunday's matchup between the Bills and Browns to Detroit due to that major snowstorm that's expected to hit Buffalo this weekend. The Eagles signed veteran defensive lineman and Dominican Sue to a one-year deal. Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge won the AL MVP. The Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt took home the NL MVP. Royce O'Neal tipped in a Kevin Durant miss with under a second left in the game to get the Nets a win over the Trailblazers. The Kings beat the Spurs for their fifth straight win. The Clippers held off the Pistons as Kawhi Leonard returned from a 12-game absence due to a sore knee. Devils beat the Maple Leafs in overtime for their 11th straight win. Blues topped the Capitals in a shootout to extend their win streak to five straight. That's sports. Ronda Moss. NBC News Radio. We're watching cold air and winter weather across the country for today. Buffalo and the uh, Great Lakes area, you're going to see some lake effect snow causing uh, very serious uh, wind conditions, winter conditions now for the 
uh, Buffalo area, along the lake area, up into Michigan as well, parts of northern Wisconsin. You're going to see severe accumulations of snow this weekend, but you will see a little bit of it start today. Very cold temperatures across the upper Midwest, temperatures only in the teens to upper 20s across Minneapolis and Chicago, 31 in St. Louis, uh, 28 in Kansas City. We'll see temperatures in the 20s for the Dakotas. Uh, The uh, upper northwest, you're going to see cold air as well with temperatures in the 20s and 30s across uh, uh, Wyoming and Montana into Idaho. Uh, The northeast should look pretty good today with some partly sunny skies, temperatures in the 40s, but the colder weather is coming your way for the weekend. That's your national weather forecast. George Brown, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields, presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. From Lansing to Mackinac, from Pontiac to Saginaw, from Kalamazoo to right here in Muskegon. Holy Mackinac, the kids on fire! Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Holy Mackinac, are we getting snow in Michigan? And so is, well, western New York. 20 inches of snow overnight, supposedly, and possibly. And that's why they've moved the NFL game right on out of there. Yeah, I know the Buffalo Bills are known for playing in rough weather, but when you can't even get in and out of the stadium, you can't even do it. So they're coming to Detroit this weekend. And it's ironic because four days later, they have to come back again and play the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving, but they're going to go home and they're going to go back. That's if they can get the planes in and out. Now, remember, too, last time this happened, and it has happened before, they had to have snow machines to go get the players from their homes and get them to the airport. NFL, I know, but uh, life as they know it in western New York is coming to a standstill. A state of emergency, a travel ban in the Buffalo area. And it's funny enough, the team that Buffalo is playing is Cleveland, which isn't that far away by car, but they're both coming up here to Detroit because of wind gusts of 35 miles an hour and 12 to 18, maybe 20 inches of snow overnight there. In Grand Rapids and parts of the state now, schools are closed, and uh, you're talking about Kalamazoo, Van Buren, Ottawa, Kent, all those counties, 6 to 12 inches of snow here in Michigan, where we're listening on WKZO, the schools are closed. WTKG Grand Rapids, the public schools are closed. The roads are rough, too. And the Kent County Road Commission says be patient. Re-educate yourself with how to drive. They have three dozen trucks out there in that part of the state putting salt and sand on the streets. But if you're going to drive somewhere, it's going to be half speed to what you're normally likely to do. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan from the end of the road at the top of the world with a tail well calculated to keep you in suspense. A record number of passengers are going to use Gerald Ford International Airport over the holiday weekend. Lansing's flylansing.com, the Capital Region International Airport, 
busy, too, and that's because millions of Americans are traveling. 54 million, in fact, going over 50 miles during the holiday period, third busiest of all time. 49 million will be on the highways, and the busiest days are the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which I hear they call Drinksgiving now, Tony Cuthbert, because uh, people go out the night before when they get home. You know, they visit their family for 35 seconds, and then they go get together with the friends they haven't seen who are all back in town, too. So Wednesday's the busiest travel day. Sunday after Thanksgiving is the second business as people are moving it around. So we're living right now in a human snow globe, and it's quaint, and it's cozy. And congratulations, by the way, Mackinac Island, according to MyDatingAdvisor.com. They went around and said, what are the coziest small towns in America? Mackinac Island ranked number nine. Part of that is due to Mission Point Resort on Mackinac Island. And Liz Ware is with us, the Vice President of Sales and Marketing. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Well, good morning, and holy Mackinac, and all of the snow. Isn't it exciting? <laughs> well, it's a good play- time to get cozy in front of a fire or what have you. And this dating advisor company looked at weather, food, activities, average snowfall, cafes, bakeries, and craft shops. And uh, I guess the colder, the cozier. Well, we certainly have it all on Mackinac Island, and we are getting ready for Thanksgiving, and then it's the Christmas tree lighting on the island. And in addition to all of that, there's so much going on, even though most of the island is closed, but at Mission Point, we are actively getting ready for our 2023 season with all of the construction that is going on. It's all underway there, too. And I do understand, I read in the news yesterday that one other property is going to stay open for people who want to come and stay in a hotel? Well, that's true. That's true. And I think that there is a a mystique about coming to the island in the winter. Certainly, um, it is very charming, that's for sure. Um, (laughs) So the Bicycle bicycle Street Inn is open this winter, and um, there are a couple of little small um, places to stay on the island if you want to come up for the for the winter. Um, and you can definitely go to MackinawIsland.com and and find housing for or find a place to stay for any any time you'd like to be up here. Um, but how do you get there in the winter? Carefully, very carefully. <laughs> By air, I guess, huh? So you can take. You can take the boat over, um, and yeah. Shepler's is closed, but Starline mm-hmm. is open. There is one boat that goes over um, about three times a day. The ferry mm-hmm. schedule does change often, so you do need to, to go online and look it up. But you can get over on the ferry, and then um, when the weather gets a little bit colder and the, the ice starts to freeze, then you fly over. Well, I enjoy the tree lighting ceremony, and thank you for uh, the work that's going on at Mission Point Resort. We can't wait to see the Christmas surprise come April when we can all have a look and see at the ninth coziest place in America, Mackinac Island, thanks to Mission Point Resort and Liz Ware. Patrick Anderson does a lot of business in Turkey and in Istanbul. In fact, he's scheduled to go there very, very soon in the next few days. What happened there yesterday, sir? Unfortunately, something just in the last couple of days, there was a terrorist attack in Istiklal, right? Uh, Istiklal Street, a very famous tourist boulevard. 
uh, that uh, you've probably seen in movies. And if you've ever been to Istanbul or Turkey, you've probably strolled along there. And it's, uh, of course, it's tragic. Six people lost their lives, but it also raises the specter of a return to the kind of uh, sporadic terrorist attacks that occurred in that, in that country uh, several years ago. Who did it? Do they know? Uh, of course, uh, the uh, suspicions run to uh, Kurdish separatist, separatist groups. Uh, I will say that they are routinely blamed for things in Turkey, but uh, and uh, from all the way over here, it's hard to hard to tell. Unfortunately, the United States is tied up in this indirectly because the United States is allied with. Uh, one of the Kurdish groups that's been a very effective fighting force in Syria. And uh, they say they have nothing to do with this. They, every, you know, Americans have condemned it. This particular organization has condemned it. But uh, unfortunately, there's some blame that's being thrown in the direction of the United States. And that's concerning for, of course, Americans uh, like, like me and other Americans who are involved in international relations or business in that part of the world. Was it a bomb? Yeah, unfortunately, that, I mean, the tragic that six people died there, uh, but uh, there was a, a bomb planted, and it looks like they found uh, through cameras some of the people that did it. But it's, uh, you know, again, tragic, and it's it's upsetting to people that that uh, want to continue to do business with, with this country and maintain the relationship we've had with our NATO ally going? for so many years. You still going? Uh, I, obviously, I've got to consider that. Hmm. Patrick Anderson, God bless you. Anderson Economic Group on Istanbul, one of the world's great Have cities. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Now is the perfect time. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now at deanjobs.com and start your paid training. Head to deanjobs.com. Fly Lansing nonstop to Orlando on Avello Airlines and enjoy Florida sunshine in no time. Fly from Lansing's Capital Region International Airport and enjoy affordable parking, hassle-free check-in, and short security lines. Starting October 26th, say hello to Avello with nonstop flights from Lansing to Orlando International Airport. Book your trip today at aveloair.com. That's A-V-E-L-O-Air.com. And fly Lansing. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Beat the summer heat and the winter cold with a new carrier high-efficiency comfort system installed by Doty Mechanical. Doty Mechanical is your preferred carrier factory-authorized dealer, installing and servicing carrier products in mid-Michigan for over 30 years. With carrier cool cash and utility rebates, save money and energy at the same time. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 for your free estimate. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. 
Barry Manilow is announcing a short 2023 arena tour. The 79-year-old will perform on a seven-night limited engagement. It's set to kick off January 13th in Sunrise, Florida, and wrap up January 21st in Charlotte, North Carolina. He'll also be on stage in Tampa, Savannah, Orlando, Atlanta, Georgia, and Nashville. Ticketmaster is canceling the public sale of Taylor Swift's upcoming tour. Joe Levy of Billboard magazine says it's a very bad look for that company and a pretty bad day for Taylor Swift. Honestly, the fans, they're more frustrated that they signed up for something and didn't get The company cites an extraordinarily high demand on ticketing systems. It also said the cancellation is caused by an insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet the demand that the sale will generate. It comes as investigations have been launched into Ticketmaster for its handling of the sale of tickets for Swift's The Eras Tour. Quentin Tarantino says he plans to shoot an eight-episode TV series next year. The Pulp Fiction director made the comment Wednesday night while promoting his new book at a New York event. He didn't offer any details about the project, but it would be his first TV work since directing two episodes of CSI back in 2005. In February, he was in talks to direct a revival of the FX series Justified. Tarantino's new book, Cinema Speculation, is out now. Class Entertainment, Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Christmas time in the state capitol begins with a 65 or so foot tree right in front of the capitol building, in between the mayor's office, in fact, and the capitol building, and the silver bells light parade. And we'll hear more about that in just a moment because it's today and we have a snow globe setting for it, don't we? It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. The lame duck session will come right after that. And the uh, speaker, Jason Wentworth, Republican from Farwell, said, well, he'd like to try to push for some kind of tax cut. And he also wants to talk about health care reform. We talk about that all the time, don't we? It has to do with prescription drug reduction and so forth. So if you're looking for some political action, it's coming your way pretty soon. As the governor said, they, she needs a whole new approach to fix the damn roads after four years in office. She's going to get another four to figure it out and figure out where that money's going to come from. And she said, I can tell you, it will not be a 45 cent gas tax increase. I can say that definitively. She said with a laugh to the free press from her office, what she wasn't definitive about yesterday on CNN was whether she's running for president or not. In the past, she's told me on this program and others, she's not interested, not interested in going to Washington. And you hear some in her circle say that you hear some in her circle say otherwise. Here's the circular conversation that took place yesterday on CNN. I know Republicans in your state have said they'd like to fight that on another note. You've been asked a lot in almost basically every interview you've done recently about a 2024 run and running for president. You've said you're not interested in it. I guess my question is, if you're a supporter of yours and you're someone who doesn't live in Michigan but is national and wants to see you run, what is the argument for you not running for president? You know, I literally eight days ago got elected to a second four-year term. This is, um, you know, the, the state that I've always called home. I love the state of Michigan. I am so grateful to be the governor of the state of Michigan. I've got a big task ahead of me, and that's where I'm going to put 100% of my focus for now. Um, I do think that it, it's flattering that people continue to ask, but I got a big job that I was just hired to do for four more years, and that's where I'm going to stay focused. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, Governor. For now, we heard for now in that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I know. Everyone's going to parse it. I'm staying right where I'm at. Thank you. And I feel ganged up on because apparently you guys called each so other. So the words for now are parsed out. Or are they? Because a card laid is a card played, isn't it? For now. For now. Thank you. Okay, well, I guess that's political speak. That's kind of how it works. Things change. The uh, dynamics change. The landscape changes. So for now. For now. Thank you. Uh, the mayor of the city of Lansing, Andy Shore, served in the legislature, and he wants to welcome you to town tonight for Silver Bells in the City to the state capitol if you can get here safely. By the way, that spruce is 63 feet tall, and it was donated by Marianne and Caitlin Beck, and it got to the capitol grounds on October 29th from Clinton County. And it's a big honor to have your tree be the state Christmas tree, and there it is. Mr. Mayor, welcome to the airwaves. Thank you, Michael Patrick. Great to be on the show. Sometimes it's not fun to be mayor, I bet, when the snow starts falling and somebody starts complaining about the shoveling on their street and so forth. Tonight <laughs> is probably one of your favorite nights of the year, I'm guessing. I love Silver Bells. I always have, you know, we're always outside enjoying it. Like you said, it's that snow globe today. It's, it's snowing lightly. Um, we'll have a lot of people here. The electric lights are, are incredible, you know, thousands and thousands of lights. There's a lot of energy. Uh, when that tree gets lit, you know, people are really happy. There's a community thing and then you get to see some fireworks and a drone show it's just a, it's a wonderful night in lansing and uh, and i love it every year i'm excited to to be first to be part of it and then to watch every one of those uh, floats and, and cars and things come through so it, it is a, a wonderful night i hope all your listeners will be able to make their way into lansing tonight what advice would you have now you have some two-way streets that were one-way streets and for parking and so forth if someone's driving in from kalamazoo or maybe from battle creek or just across town what's the best way to get there and enjoy the show well you'd, you'd come in the normal way um now the highway is closed uh coming from the east so that's always a challenge um so i would recommend you know coming early um you know we're we're shutting down the, the main uh, streets downtown cars have to be out by three thirty, but we have lots of parking garages um, both city garages and private garages where people can park. I think it's like $5 to park in a city garage, so it's not, you know, it's not really expensive. Um, but get here early. Um, you can take, you know, Saginaw. You can take Oakland uh, on the north side of town and then come south from there. Or you can just take the normal highway and, and wait a few minutes because the highway is closed. Uh, and MDOT's hopeful to open that soon. But I would get here early and then, you know, take some of the surface streets uh, into the downtown and use one of our garages. Um, you can park on a side street, you know, uh, um, uh, several blocks away and then walk, which is it's always very easy to do that because we don't charge after hours for parking. But garages are always really easy. It is breathtaking to see the tree and the Capitol lit up and that setting, too. It always is majestic and exciting. And you're going to have American Idol contested Jacob Moran. He was right. on that national show from Dansville, Michigan. He's going to do a show tonight, too. What time does that start? Uh, as soon as the parade ends. Um, okay. So usually, the, you know, it starts at 6. Um, it can go an hour, hour and a half, um, somewhere around there, 7.38, somewhere in that neighborhood. And as soon as the, the parade ends, we light the tree. Then we have the community sing with uh, um, with Jacob. And uh, while that's going on, we set up the drone show and the fireworks. So it all happens kind of one after the other. I will ask everybody, if you see cones, don't walk where you're not supposed to walk because that's the drop for the, uh, for the drones. And last year we had to wait about 15, 20 minutes while we cleared it because um, we don't want to, uh, we don't want anyone in the drop zone. But just be there, enjoy the thing, look at the tree after it's lit, 
check out the, the fireworks and then the incredibly cool drone show. Um, it's going to be a great evening. There's usually hot chocolate, and most of our restaurants are are open, so you can get something warm and something you know good to eat. So it's going to be a wonderful night. 200 drones are like those little flying robots, and they go up in the sky, and they make, like, it's kind of like a fireworks show choreographed, right? Oh, yeah. If we did it last year, it was awesome. You know, they, they write things. They have really cool, Jeez. you know, look shapes. And it's like having fireworks, but even cooler because you can, you can, you know, you can be a little more precise about it. It's, it's pretty impressive. Boy, that's an amazing sight to see. We've come a long way. If you were on American Idol, what song would you sing? <laughs> I wouldn't. Because you don't want to hear. That's one of the things I'm not good at. (laughs) Well, we can all sing with voices tonight at Silver Bells because we'll be singing together. And when we sing in unison, we lift each other up. And uh, all God's creatures have a place in the choir. He's the mayor of the capital city, Andy Shore, with Michael Patrick Shields. Employees of Twitter are resigning in large numbers after Elon Musk issued an ultimatum that they need to commit to a hardcore work environment. Ryan Shook explains. CNBC shared internal Slack messages that showed engineers and other employees saying their goodbyes leading up to the 5 p.m. Eastern Time deadline Thursday. Musk sent an email company-wide Wednesday saying employees should expect to work long hours at high intensity if they wanted to remain employed. An engineer told CNBC that resignations are affecting important parts of the company's infrastructure, something that would leave the company at serious risk of being able to recover. And Roku is set to lay off 200 employees. The company is citing current economic conditions after cutting almost 7% of its workforce. As of late last year, Roku had around 3,000 full-time employees in 13 different countries. This comes as other tech and media companies have made layoffs recently, like Amazon, Disney, and Meta. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. State Senator Wayne Schmidt, you were in the legislature for the last four years. Did the governor miss opportunities to provide economic relief to Michigan citizens? There were opportunities to do that. I wish there had been more discussion between the administration and the legislature. You can never go wrong by sitting down and talking. Hopefully we have one last crack at them here in Lame Duck. Business leaders from Michigan want more jobs, higher personal income, and a healthy economy. That's the focus of Business Leaders from Michigan. The organization is made up of the heads of Michigan's largest companies and universities. And you can learn more at businessleadersformichigan.com. Dan Lepp, the CEO of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, is a member of that organization. And for 83 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has kept a commitment to members and everyone in Michigan by building healthier communities and providing access to care in every zip code. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Tony Cuthbert, were you paying attention? Zip code. What does the word zip mean? What does it stand oh, for? We learned it this week on the program. It's zone zone something, if I remember right. It was a zone improvement yeah, program. Yeah. Got it right. Um, if you're uh, looking for a house in a different zip code, maybe your Christmas shopping includes house ha- shopping. David Hall at Hall Financial can help you. He can also help you if you want some money in your bank and uh, you don't want to overspend through the holidays with Christmas shopping and what have you. Credit card debt can pile up. And David Hall at 866-CALL-HALL or callhallfirst.com says he can help you with that. For people that locked in a really low rate over the last year or two, uh, kudos to them. And uh, and what a great move to you know create savings for their family, 
but there's other needs that exist now. And so one of the things that we've rolled out is a home equity line of credit for folks that are interested in maybe keeping their mortgage rate on their first mortgage, you know, very low, but maybe accessing some cash to pay off high interest credit cards or to prepare for the holidays or other financial needs because, you know, the cost of their home is still, uh, or the the value of their home rather, is still very high. And a lot of folks have an ability to tap into that equity with a line of credit. And uh, those have certainly been very popular recently. And uh, a lot of folks are still purchasing homes as well, which I want to get into. But uh, your credit card debt just has to be managed and a line of credit can make a lot of sense in this market. 866-CALL-HALL. CallHallFirst.com. Michael Patrick Shields. Firekeepers Casino Friday. News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. Russian media reports a prisoner swap could be in the works between the U.S. and Russia. The report quotes a deputy foreign minister saying the potential swap would include the notorious arms trafficker Victor Boot, known as the Merchant of Death, in exchange for American prisoners, including basketball star Brittany Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan. Buffalo and other areas in western New York are starting to get hit by a historic snowstorm. Erie County has issued a state of emergency and travel ban. Jackie Bray with the state's emergency services unit says it's going to be whiteout conditions throughout this evening. You know, we could see up to four inches an hour. It doesn't matter how many people we have out and how many plow trucks we have uh, on the roads. It's very difficult to keep up with that rate of snow. Officials say surrounding areas could get 12 to 18 inches of snow in the overnight hours. Twitter is reportedly telling its remaining employees that its offices will be closed until Monday. The move follows reports of mass resignations Thursday as new owner Elon Musk reportedly gave employees a 5 p.m. Eastern deadline to either commit to long hours at high intensity or leave with a severance package. One former Twitter employee told the BBC they believe less than 2,000 workers will remain following Thursday's edict. More than 2,000 Starbucks workers are pushing for a change after a one-day strike at more than 100 locations. Nick McDelmo, a union organizer in Colorado, explained what those protesting ultimately want for the company. We are really just trying to get Starbucks to come to the bargaining table to give us all those benefits and take us seriously because our health and safety really is important. The one-day strike was intentionally timed to take place on Starbucks Red Cup Day when the company gives out reusable holiday cups with certain drink purchases. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. California health officials say a child under the age of five has died from RSV and the flu. Parent Veronica Johnson tells NBC Bay Area how she plans to keep her kids safe. He told me the other day that there were a lot of kids coughing in the class. I was like, okay, well, make sure you wash your hands and just try to keep your distance from them. Doctors suggest that people should not gather if they're sick and should consider wearing a mask inside if small kids are around. There's apparently a connection between dating apps and those who use them to hunt for victims. That's according to a new study from Brigham Young University in Utah. The study looked at sex assault victims' medical exam charts that was between the years 2017 and 2020 and found that 14% of rapes were committed by people who met through dating apps. The 
study also found that 60% of acquaintance rape victims disclosed mental illness. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Arthur Penthello, thank you for launching us into it on a Firekeepers Casino Friday. It's Michael Patrick Shields. The weekend is here, and uh, in the holiday season, we have Black Friday, where people do an awful lot of shopping on the day after Thanksgiving. And then I think it's called Cyber Monday, when they knock off from work or sit there at their terminal and pretend that they're working. And they're buying stuff online. One of the things that they had a challenge buying online this holiday season Taylor Swift tickets. There were so many people who wanted them. They became like the Cabbage Patch dolls of the modern era. And if you remember that in the old days, those were toys that people just had to have. And every Christmas there was something that parents would stay up late or they would drive hundreds of miles or they would figure out how to get these things that their kids wanted so badly. And Ticketmaster had to actually cancel the public sale because there was an extraordinarily high demand for the tickets and there was insufficient remaining inventory. So whether the tickets got gobbled up by, you know, people who buy a bunch of them and resell them or figured out a way to hack the system online, some parents were waiting like eight hours online to get through. Oh, it was just so crushingly disappointing for some of those young people who wanted Taylor Swift tickets. So we now turn to psychologist Dr. Heather Zack in the East Lansing area, the life coach. She's been through this sort of thing before. She's a mom, and she was a daughter, too. How do we deal with the crushing (laughs) disappointment, putting it all in perspective, of course, of not being able to get those Taylor Swift tickets? Uh, you know, it's so sweet. I have a friend that waited on uh, on the phone uh, on a phone call for about five hours for the oh. tickets, and I actually haven't spoken to her yet. I thought she had them, but I saw that article last night and made me wonder about it because that's almost the worst disappointment, right? Once you think you got them, and then if you don't have them, versus the whole waiting and anticipatory, hoping, 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 and then you still don't get through, which is a little more uh, a little different kind of. Uh, disappointment and letdown, and disappointment comes with life. And so important that we teach kids about the experience of disappointment, not teach them through our own measures, but, you know, naturally the world will offer that, and how we help them through it is so important. Teaching them about life, coping, patience, grace. We don't get everything that we always want. And also, when we do, what a glorious experience it is. And so remembering that balance. Don't you feel like a failure, though, if you... I mean, if I wanted tickets and I couldn't get them, I could live with it eventually. But it hurts more when you can't deliver for your kids. Well, that's true. And we want to, many people want to go above and beyond for their children and yet, also, what a great experience and an opportunity when you can't provide or get those special tickets or whatnot to be able to have your kids see how you handle that, right? So that's also a piece of the process is the whole modeling of, you know, did I stomp around and was I cussing and, you know, <laughs> being terribly upset? Or was I like with grace of it? 
oh my gosh, you guys, I was on that phone for six hours. I'm so sorry. I didn't get them. But we're going to do blah, blah, blah instead, you know? And, and oh. so it's like it's, it, there's also a dynamic of just watching it through um, having children watch it through their own eyes, what they get to see with us as, as adults. So the, the art of teaching disappointment is tremendously important because life is full of it. So a little redirect might be the, yeah. might be the way to go and hope that, that redirect. satisfies yeah. them. Redirect as well as just understanding that sometimes there is no redirect, right? Sometimes there's, there's a process of just this is kind of what it is and how do we navigate through the loss and sadness or disappointment or letdown. And that's also okay. And let's give that a minute here. I used to say to my kids, hey, I'll give you kind of a certain amount of time to recalibrate on something. And it wasn't like a, you know, hard and fast behavioral dynamic, but it was kind of like this awareness. There's so much in life that also we are to be grateful for. You can go and be sad about that. I encourage you to be sad not as long as maybe you might feel like you need to be or you might think you need to be. Give an opportunity for having another experience and recalibrate that. And with that guiding force, my kids were able to oftentimes go into their room and come out, you know, in much less time. Ah, they were in a better space because they also were conscious about that recalibration. So it's the art of teaching us to think through things and, you know, vet through our emotions and not just be taken along for a ride, a whirlwind ride. Yeah, but. Here's the other thing too. I, I don't. I know that these tickets will probably be available on the secondary market, uh, mm-hmm. or through what we used to call the black market. And there will be parents, and I would probably be one of them, who would go as deep as possible into their pocket to try to get something like that to happen. Is that a bad idea? A good idea? You know, obviously, you're trying to deliver an experience at that stage more than a thing. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I don't know that I can say it's a bad idea or a good idea. I think every parent has to assess, for instance, their means and and how often maybe they do that, right? Now, if we're going to dig deep, you know, once every once in a while, I think that again is is probably moderation at its finest and those that dig deep all the time and perpetually want to provide this golden road for their children is, is, oh, is very you difficult. Oh, you mean like the White Hills crowd. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, that was not what oh, I was oh, okay. Saying. Did I put words in your mouth? I guess I did. <laughs> you were trying to there. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another well, study, my, though. That wasn't even in my consciousness, but get back on the couch there because what's that for you, right? <laughs> Uh, just a little class warfare bitterness kind of snobbiness thing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to come back to that, Michael. That's another oh, session. Oh, oh, okay. Fair enough. And uh, speaking of money, there was a study now. They handed out $10,000 to participants to see if it changed their lives, to see if it made them happy. Can money buy happiness? If you were earning over $123,000 a year, 10000 big ones didn't move the needle really didn't do much for you but those in the lower income brackets it made a big deal i don't know why you need a study to tell you that but uh, it's a study in money and happiness yes you know it's i i read this study and i actually read one similar to that and maybe it was a, a companion a, a year or so ago and it was interesting because you're exactly right that once you get that certain mark it's not going to have the same value as as if you're under a certain mark. But 
doesn't that kind of make sense, right? It's it's no different than you sit down, you're hungry, you're so hungry, you haven't eaten all day, and you sit down and you could eat, you know, a lot, and food it will take a lot to satiate you, and someone else that just ate a lunch is going to sit down and have a salad. And, and so it's, first of all, a matter of really what you have, as well as also there is a bit in there a matter of perception, too. So I think it makes sense that money in and of itself is not the happiness, but kind of what you can do with it. And if you already have a lot of it, right, it's going to provide, similar to this Taylor Swift dynamic, right, that kind of can tie into that of having a lot and do we then continue to provide a lot and or provide in moderation and are those that don't have much, oh, my goodness, to be able to get those Taylor Swift tickets might be a lifetime experience. So it also is a matter of experience and perception of life. Well, let's be as grateful as we can at Thanksgiving time for what we have and how we can yeah. help others and remember that the most precious things are things that you can't buy. And don't forget, too, it's all relative. One man's White Hills is another man's slum. It's Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphone. Traverse for others City at. is more than a place. It's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food, shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. Visit TraverseCity.com to learn more on our Fab Fall getaways. Welcome to the Michigan Lottery Show. The fun and excitement. 50 years ago, a jackpot started growing in Michigan. Inspired by fun and prizes for players, this jackpot has helped local businesses and led to over $26 billion in support for Michigan public schools. Today, the jackpot is still growing, and the goodness it's spreading is a win for everyone. The Michigan Lottery. For fun, for schools, for 50 years. Knowing your limits is always the best bet. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers' four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn-out prongs, channels, or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. A state of emergency is in effect for 11 counties in upstate New York with several feet of snow expected, including in Buffalo and the Watertown areas. Governor Kathy Hochul says between two to four inches of snow will fall an hour through this evening. When it's coming down at that rate, it is almost impossible to clear the road to make it safe to travel. So you have to let the snow accumulate. We'll continue our efforts, but it will not be safe for a considerable amount of time.
Buffalo has closed schools for the day and all commercial traffic is banned on a huge stretch of the New York State Thruway. The Biden administration is announcing $13 billion in funds to modernize the U.S. power grid. The announcement this morning said the funds would come from the bipartisan infrastructure law that was signed into law last year. It'll look a lot like Christmas in the nation's capital today. The National Christmas Tree arrives in Washington, D.C. It's 78 feet tall and he is from North Carolina. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. Oh. I don't know if I agree with Kenny Rogers because I count my money when I'm sitting at the table, and maybe I shouldn't. But when I sit at the blackjack table, a gambler or a gamer, if you prefer, I pile up the chips in little piles of uh, five. So fuzzy math, five times five, 25, right? So I have these little piles of 25, so I know what I bought in with, which is usually like 100 or 200. And then I can sort of keep track. So I'm like a human stock market. Mm, I'm up, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down. And then if I get up enough... Where I say, hmm, maybe I should bag out of this thing. Now I've doubled my initial stake. That's when the classic debate comes in. One, you've got the money. You could walk away and keep it. Or two, you could say, well, that's money that I won anyway. I didn't walk in here with it. Maybe I should try to make something more out of it and play with it because it was money that I didn't have in the first place and make a big run for the top. And uh, that is the quintessential, to me, philosophical question. That money is yours. You can walk away with it, or you can try to double down on it, so to speak. Jim Wise is the vice president of marketing at Firekeepers Casino, and I find these kinds of things that you encounter in sports and in gaming, it's, it's just fascinating to me, Jim. Listen, everybody needs to do what they're most comfortable with. And if comfortable means... You count your chips while you're playing, <laughs> then you do that. Let's not you forget. You be you, as they say. Let's, exactly. I don't know who, you know, it's like baseball and you love baseball like I do. You know, they always talk about the book. I don't know who wrote the book, you know, as to how you had to do certain things in baseball. But I've never read the book. I've never seen it. And the same thing here. If counting your chips makes you feel better, then you count those chips as much as you want to. You know, as long as, you're not inter- as long as you're not interrupting play and slowing down the process, you count those darn chips. And that's why I keep them in the little piles so that I can right. know without having to count them. And I keep the game moving. And, and, you know, I do, though, speaking of the book, if I am puzzled about whether I should take a hit or not, I will say to the dealer, and I use those words exactly, what does the book say? I never know what the name of the book is, but somewhere there's a book that has advice on when you should hit and when you shouldn't. And they're That's always right. willing to tell me. Yes. Because, again, um, they used to have these little cards that I'd see people hold at games, yes. and I really don't see that anymore. And it would tell you, like, the math says do X. Mm-hmm. So what, there's no big secret to keeping you from that. And, again, as long as you're not doing it too often, like, you know, you're not asking every every third hand, well... <laughs> I think they are willing to help. 
It's like Moneyball. What should I do? Should I double down with an, a, an 11 against a face? Or, you know, should I split eights? Or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Split eights it. against the 10 is still one of the hardest things to think about doing. I don't care what anybody says. Splitting eights against a 10. Because you've got 16, and that's no good, because you've got to hit 16, and lots of times you'll bust. But you don't want to end up, even if you hit two 10s, then you've got two 18s. And you always presume that the dealer has a 10 underneath, so you're going to lose two times to a 20. Right? I know. It's the hardest one. But listen, hmm. <laughs> these book people were pretty good people, so I'm sure, you know, I'm not <laughs> doubting their math. I'm just telling you, even knowing the math, I say, that's a hard one. <laughs> Can I tell you? Here's another one that I always think about. You always, always hit what's called a soft 17, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, an ace and a six, because yep. a 17 is, and you might as well take your chance and get something else. I love it. Can you tell? It's endlessly fascinating to me to play this game of blackjack and the other games in the casino. So I'm very grateful and thankful. And at Firekeeper's Casino in Battle Creek, uh, they're grateful for the people who come in and the community, too. And so... Believe it or not, they're always giving back, and you're going to do that with pumpkin pies and community meals here at this Thanksgiving time. Well, the pumpkin pie is kind of a promotion, I will admit. So that one, you just can earn 100 <laughs> points. And it's not too hard on Tuesday to earn 100 points, I will tell you. Mm-hmm. But you get a big, beautiful, fresh pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got like 1,500 of them, so we're not going to run out. Don't worry. So you commit on Tuesday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., earn your 100 points, head over to the event center and show us your card, and we'll give you the pumpkin pie. So, And how do you earn the 100, little... and how do you know you've got the 100? You earn the 100 by playing slots or tables, so play whatever you like. With, with your card the and the machine. Hot, with a card and the machine. So it says, hi, Michael, hi, Jim. As soon as it recognizes you, there's actually a little green ring that runs around the place you insert the card. Mm-hmm. And that, too, tells you it's working fine. So you do that, and, and you earn 100 points, which you can check either at our promotional kiosk or you can check other places. Um, on the slot machine, we'll tell you how many you've earned. You could go oh. to Red Hot Rewards if you're, not, if you're not sure about it. Head to Rewards and ask them. Mm-hmm. And they'll so, say, you know, you'll see you've got 100, and you can pick up the pie on the way out and eat it in the car on the way home. If that's what it takes, get a coffee from uh, Goppy, our coffee shop, to enjoy with your pumpkin pie. They'll give you plastic silverware to use, uh, I'm sure. Yes. And you know what? You were also, though. Fill up a pit stop, too. That's right. Grab some gas for the ride home. Take your discount with your Red Out Rewards card. You also did mention, though, and I I don't want to overlook it, uh, from 11 to 1 on Thanksgiving Day, we're serving food for those less fortunate at Battle Creek Central High School. So for those in the Battle Creek area or within the sound of my voice who would really use a uh, well-put-together, all-the-fixings Thanksgiving meal, we're ready to help the community, as we always are. And uh, that'll be at Battle Creek Central uh, on Thanksgiving Day from 11 to 1. We've done this at the Fire Hub restaurant, but to be honest, Michael Patrick, we've outgrown it. Mm. So there's just too too many people interested in it who need it, especially... You know, with recession and inflation, et cetera, et cetera, the needs are higher. So, you know, we want to be there to help the community. So uh, 11 to 1 Battle Creek Central on Thanksgiving Day. Or if you're a, if you like the game a little bit, then come 
you know what? You can at least you go into somebody's house for Thanksgiving. You can bring the pumpkin pie. That's right. Enjoy yourself. Drop it off there. And we're grateful for you, Jim Wise at Firekeepers. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all, and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. Derrick Henry did it all. Rushed for 87 yards and a score. Also threw a three-yard touchdown pass. Helped the Titans beat the Packers. Improved to 7-3. and three. Packers have now dropped six of their last seven. NFL moving Sunday's matchup between the Bills and Browns to Detroit due to that major snowstorm that's expected to hit Buffalo this weekend. The Eagles signed veteran defensive lineman and Dominican Sue to a one-year deal. Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge won the AL MVP. The Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt took home the NL MVP. Royce O'Neal tipped in a Kevin Durant miss with under a second left in the game to get the Nets a win over the Trailblazers. The Kings beat the Spurs for their fifth straight win. The Clippers held off the Pistons as Kawhi Leonard returned from a 12-game absence due to a sore knee. Devils beat the Maple Leafs in overtime for their 11th straight win. Blues topped the Capitals in a shootout to extend their win streak to five straight. That's sports. Rhonda Moss, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. I believe that it is conversations like this that we're having. So I'm grateful for this opportunity with your excellent show and its wide reach for us to talk directly to people and let them know. So hear your voices. Let's say this is enough and let's get this done. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Jim Brandstatter is going to join us next hour, and you can hear that interview at mibigshow.com or our app at Spreaker if you happen to miss it on the great radio station you're listening to right now. Yeah, it's called Spreaker, not Speaker, Spreaker. And just uh, search Michigan's Big Show starring Michael Patrick Shields and then favorite it or like it, and you can have everything there at the touch of a button, wherever you are, whenever you are, every interview individually podcasted by the wizard and orchestra director known as Tony Cuthbert, who also likes to talk some sports. Sure do, and it's a full weekend of football. If you're cooped up inside due to the weather, well, it's all here for you, and let's not look ahead to the Lions, but we will right now. The Giants, that's where the Lions will be. In New Jersey, it should be a competitive game, one would hope, as Detroit looks for their third straight win. Lions sit at 3-6 and six overall, and believe it or not, with that record, they are in the graphic if you watch it on TV in terms of being in the playoff race. Is this because Green Bay stinks? Uh, for sure, they are terrible, and it's shocking to see Aaron Rodgers just continue to go down the tube. They took on the Titans last night, who are a good team. 
and the Tennessee Titans were victorious 27-17. The fun news of the weekend, the NFL has moved Sunday's game between the Buffalo Bills and Cleveland Browns from Buffalo to Detroit, but there is something that you should be aware of if you want to watch that game. You're not going to be able to do so because the Lions are on Fox, so of course that's where your eyes might be. CBS, according to their they call it a, a, the television map of the United States of America, which markets get which game. We have Philadelphia versus Indianapolis. That is the whole state of Michigan coverage on that one. So unless you have some souped-up TV package, you will be unable to watch the game taking place. It should be a route anyway, shouldn't it? Cleveland and Buffalo. Well, you never know. Buffalo has somewhat. I think they have three losses this season. Josh Allen, their superstar quarterback, has some arm issues going on. So... I don't know. The spread has moved a little bit. The point total has moved due to the fact that they're going to be indoors now. So expect a high-scoring affair, I hope. Maybe it's a good game, and we can see what happens with that. It's going to take some hardy individuals either to go to Spartan Stadium or Michigan Stadium over the weekend. Both of those teams kick off at high noon tomorrow. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowy. You might need. You, maybe you can build a snowman in the seats if you really want to. We've seen that successfully done in Mount Pleasant this week already. That's brought to you by Dean Transportation. The last home game in the big house. And I don't know if that's the last one for the Spartans, too, or not. Yes. It is. So this is it. If you want it, you got it. And the snow that goes with it. Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphones. Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. State of emergency is in effect for 11 counties in upstate New York with several feet of snow expected, including in Buffalo and the Watertown areas. Governor Kathy Hochul says between two to four inches of snow will fall an hour through this evening. When it's coming down at that rate, it is almost impossible to clear the road to make it safe to travel. So you have to let the snow accumulate. We'll continue our efforts, but it will not be safe for a considerable amount of time. Buffalo has closed schools for the day, and all commercial traffic is banned on a huge stretch of the New York State Thruway. The Biden administration is announcing $13 billion in funds to modernize the U.S. power grid. The announcement this morning said the funds would come from the bipartisan infrastructure law that was signed into law last year. It'll look a lot like Christmas in the nation's capital today. The National Christmas Tree arrives in Washington, D.C. It's 78 feet tall and is from North Carolina. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. We're watching cold air and winter weather across the country for today. Buffalo and the uh, Great Lakes area, you're going to see some lake effect snow causing uh, very serious uh, wind conditions, winter conditions now for the uh, Buffalo area along the lake area up into Michigan as well. Parts of northern Wisconsin, you're going to see severe accumulations of snow this weekend, but you will see a little bit of it start today. Very cold temperatures across the upper Midwest. Temperatures only in the teens to upper 20s across Minneapolis and Chicago. 31 in St. Louis, uh, 28 in Kansas City. We'll see temperatures in the 20s for the Dakotas. Uh, The uh, upper Northwest, you're going to see cold air as well with temperatures in the 20s and 30s across uh, uh, Wyoming and Montana into Idaho. Uh, the northeast should look pretty good today with some partly sunny skies, temperatures in the 40s, but the colder weather is coming your way for the weekend. At your national weather forecast, George Brown, NBC News Radio. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Millions of Americans are getting ready to hit the road for the Thanksgiving holidays. 
AAA is projecting over 54 million Americans will be traveling 50 miles or more during the holiday period. That's the third busiest of all time. 49 million of those travelers will be on America's highways. The busiest travel days are expected to be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the following Sunday. Western New York is getting hit with a snowstorm that may dump five to six feet of snow in some areas. Erie County Executive Mark Policars is announcing that several cities have declared a state of emergency until at least early Saturday morning. Currently there are states of emergencies in the county of Erie, the city of Buffalo, uh, the town and village of Hamburg, uh, the town of Amherst, as well as the village of Angola. The National Weather Service said an intense band of lake effect snow had already begun hitting the area as of Thursday evening. Winds are expected to gust up to 35 miles per hour and snow may fall at a rate of 2 to 3 inches per hour. In addition to schools and businesses closing, Sunday's Buffalo Bills home game against the Cleveland Browns is being moved to Detroit. The Bills will remain in Detroit for a Thanksgiving Day game against the Lions. The man who drove into a crowd of Los Angeles County Sheriff's recruits on Wednesday allegedly did so on purpose. Brian Shook reports. L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva tells News Nation the crash was a deliberate act. Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez is charged with attempted murder of a peace officer. The 22-year-old can be seen on security camera footage swerving into a crowd of sheriff's recruits who were jogging in formation. 25 people were injured, five of them critically. The Diamond Bar resident was taken into custody after he crashed into a pole in South Whittier. I'm Brian Shook. And the prosecution has arrested its case in the Harvey Weinstein rape trial. The Los Angeles jury was told on Thursday they would reconvene after Thanksgiving. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. American households are piling on debt fast. The Federal Reserve of New York says households added $351 billion in overall debt in the third quarter for a total of $16.5 trillion. That's an 8.3% increase, the most in a single quarter since the first quarter of 2008. Most of it was mortgage debt, but credit card debt jumped 15%, the most in 20 years. The Fed says the question is whether borrowers can keep up with their payments. The work-from-home trend, thanks to the pandemic, is shifting the outlook for commercial real estate as where people live has shifted. Instead of many big cities, such as New York and Los Angeles, the commercial real estate platform Cadre is out with a new list of 18 U.S. cities, many of them medium-sized, as best for investment. David Vincent is a director and investment specialist at Cadre. So these are the markets that we think have the most attractive forward-looking growth drivers, whether it's population growth, job growth, or other economic tailwinds, that we think will lead these uh, markets to outperform the rest of the country. Among those cities are Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, Riverside, California, and the not-so-small Philadelphia for both office and industrial. For industrial in particular, right? you have the eastern seaboard, you have a transportation hub, the Philadelphia port ranked as the fastest-growing port in uh, 2021, Uh, You've got great rail access, several international airports nearby. All of this stuff leads to it being a very attractive market for logistics, distribution, and warehousing. Vincent says Cadre developed its list using a combination of AI and machine learning and observations from its team on the ground. Walmart's reputation as a low-price leader is helping its bottom line as inflation squeezes shoppers. Its quarterly sales rose 8.2 percent, stronger than expected. Walmart is also raising its outlook for sales, and so is Dollar General, which says it's also seeing an increase in wealthier customers because of inflation. Its stock rose almost 4 percent Tuesday. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio. 
Derrick Henry did it all. Rushed for 87 yards in a score. Also threw a three-yard touchdown pass to help the Titans beat the Packers and prove to 7-3. and three. Packers have now dropped six of their last seven. NFL moving Sunday's matchup between the Bills and Browns to Detroit due to that major snowstorm that's expected to hit Buffalo this weekend. The Eagles signed veteran defensive lineman and Dominican Sue to a one-year deal. Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge won the AL MVP. A Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt took home the NL MVP. Royce O'Neal tipped in a Kevin Durant miss with under a second left in the game to get the Nets a win over the Trailblazers. The Kings beat the Spurs for their fifth straight win. The Clippers held off the Pistons as Kawhi Leonard returned from a 12-game absence due to a sore knee. Devils beat the Maple Leafs in overtime for their 11th straight win. Blues topped the Capitals in a shootout to extend their win streak to five straight. That's sports. Ronda Moss, NBC News Radio. We're watching cold air and winter weather across the country for today. Buffalo and the uh, Great Lakes area, you're going to see some lake effect snow causing uh, very serious uh, wind conditions, winter conditions now for the uh, Buffalo area along the lake area up into Michigan as well, parts of northern Wisconsin. You're going to see severe accumulations of snow this weekend, but you will see a little bit of it start today. Very cold temperatures across the upper Midwest. Temperatures only in the teens to upper 20s across Minneapolis and Chicago. 31 in St. Louis, uh, 28 in Kansas City. We'll see temperatures in the 20s for the Dakotas. Uh, The uh, upper Northwest, you're going to see cold air as well with temperatures in the 20s and 30s across uh, uh, Wyoming and Montana into Idaho. Uh, The Northeast should look pretty good today with some partly sunny skies, temperatures in the 40s, but the colder weather is coming your way for the weekend. That's your national weather forecast. George Brown, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. There's an old saying that only in winter can you tell which trees are evergreen. Only when the winds of adversity blow can you tell which individual, which party, which country has qualities of character and steadfastness. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. School closings and snow and football teams having to move to different... Welcome to winter in Michigan and throughout the Midwest and beyond. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan, worldwide at mibigshow.com. From the end of the road at the top of the world, with a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense... Uh, Tony Cuthbert was worried about the suspense of having the Buffalo Bills come in this weekend. No, no, no. I know they're coming in Thursday, but they're coming in this weekend, too, because there's going to be 20 inches of snow overnight in Buffalo. They won't even be able to play the game in the outdoor stadium there in Orchard Park. So the Browns, which are pretty close to Buffalo by car and Buffalo right around the lake there along Lake Erie, they're just going to come on up here and play inside. 
And the tickets are available for less than the normal cost of an NFL ticket. But it's weird, Tony, because they're playing in your hometown, but you won't be able to watch them on TV. It's almost like a weather bubble they're playing in, if you harken back to the pandemic era. And uh, there's a weird curiosity that they're playing downtown Detroit. You can't see it on CBS. There's a man on line one has an answer for you, sir. Welcome to the program and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Michael Patrick, and uh, greetings from uh, snowy West Michigan. Bob's Bar, and Bob Quay is with us right now. He says, come on here and get cozy. You can put the game on for Tony? Oh, absolutely. We get uh, we have the NFL package. We get uh, every NFL game, and uh, it's kind of nice on Sundays. You get different groups of people who have uh, different fan bases uh, and teams, and uh, so they pull their tables up, and they wear their stuff, and it's uh, it's kind of cool. Pretty <laughs> He loves the Lions, too, and the Bears, Bob Quaid does. So Bob's Bar, Tony, would be an option for you if you can take your sled and motor it over to Grand Rapids where we're heard on WTKG in the snow. I'm going to do it. Have a BLT when you're there and a beer for me. Uh, Ken Dallafor says do it with moderation. He is the fittest former NFL player in history, and he's on our AT&T line right this moment. Welcome back, sir, and happy Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful for your friendship, and I know that sounds cliched, but it really isn't. Well, right back at you, Michael Patrick. I appreciate it, and uh, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on your show and and, uh, talk about football and all the uh, surrounding uh, interests of it, so thanks. Well, you can't make this up. Tony Cuthbert just sent me a, a picture of a Ford Field and at this moment, or at least when he sent the picture, on the field, Tony, what would you see when you look down from the stands? So they've covered the field with some sort of uh, plastic or whatever it is, and there is basically a 100-yard carnival going on <laughs> on the surface of Ford Field with Ferris wheels, one of those UFO things that spins, a big slide, everything you would mm-hmm. want. Oh, you mean, are the Lions playing? Is that what you mean? <laughs> is it, it's a carnival? <laughs> There's a metaphor in there somewhere, I guess. But, Ken, they're going to have to clear that carnival out, and the Buffalo Bills and the Browns are going to come in. And what I read to me was a, a fascinating psychology. The Buffalo Bills are entitled to the Bigger Lions home locker room this Sunday and the home sideline, but they're going to use the visitor's locker room and the visitor's sideline because four days later they're coming back for the Thanksgiving Day game, and that's what they're going to get when they come back. Yeah, it, well, uh, just out of pure convenience, and, and it, they already have enough disruption. They were supposed to have a home game, and now they're playing their home game in Detroit. So it just makes sense. You know, why why create more chaos and, you know, more more um, just work and disruption? I thought, you know, that they might stay since it's such a short turn from Sunday to Thursday, but they're going to go home. They're just going to pretend like Detroit is another road game as if they were playing anywhere and then come in for Thanksgiving, presuming they can get yeah. the aircraft in and out. Well, that's what I was thinking. If the weather, if they're getting four to six feet of snow, they might not be flying home, and they, they might even change that plan depending on whether they can or can't get it, like you said. It comes at a rough time for Buffalo because they're on a skid lately. I think they lost their last two games. So this is extra challenge. And uh, I was told, too, that the last time this happened in Buffalo, where they had to come here and play, they had to go get the players out of their houses on snow machines just to get them to the airport. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it, it's quite an interesting challenge. But lake effect is lake effect, and Buffalo is notorious for 
the weather. But yeah, they're on a skid right now, and you know it'll be interesting to see how they react. Uh, so sometimes that disruption is uh, sort of wakes you up and gives you the jolt you need. Huh? I guess that could happen in business too, right? If you get in too much of a rut, uh, maybe you need something to wake yourself up. Yeah, it's a, it's always good to have that shock value, and it, uh, it it alerts all your senses and your innovation and uh, maybe your motivation. In the case of the Buffalo Bills, interesting. Did you ever have to play in heavy, heavy, heavy snow? I uh, had a few snow games. Yes, and in fact, uh, in Denver, one time we 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 were not able to fly out that night, and we barely made it to the stadium. So it, it was a similar situation. Uh, but it was fun. It was interesting because you can't see the you know the fields covered with snow, and you're you're out there just flogging through, you know, slogging through and playing and having fun. Uh, I guess it's probably better if you don't have to be a ball handler like you know yourself. That would be a enviable position. But I always notice, and the Steelers were famous for this too. When it was cold, they wouldn't wear anything on their arms. They would look as if they were playing on a July day. Was that to psych out the other opponents? And that must have been kind of uncomfortable or painful wouldn't it be <laughs> yeah well and, and any any skin exposed is is uncomfortable but once you're playing and you get used to it, it but it was sort of a trademark uh and it sort of uh emulated that you know pittsburgh the steelers were tough and come on and bring it we're going to play through the elements and, and we're still going to line up and you know kick your butt so that's a little bit of that mentality uh, the Lions are on the road this weekend, too, and then they have the short turn to Thursday. Seems like it might have been, well, I guess you can't anymore with Monday night football and Thursday night football and the big matrix of who has to play when and where, but it would be nicer if they got to play at home and stay at home instead of having to travel back Sunday night, or doesn't that matter? Uh, it's a short week either way, um, and and usually it, it, what I always remember every Sunday before Thanksgiving was a road trip. So, uh, I, I, otherwise, I think it's just it, it advantages the Lions too much. But so it's it's just part of the routine of being in the NFL and lining up and doing your job and playing a game. Did you like playing Thanksgiving, or was it a nuisance? Oh no, I, I loved playing Thanksgiving. It was it, it was then a tradition, still is. And players, a short week, families come in. You know, family members come in to visit. You know, you have your festivities after the game, but having all the people at the game being on national TV is a big deal. You're a big deal, too. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Karen and your grandchildren and your children. And go Lions! Honolulu Blue and Silver. And Buffalo brings their wings and their bells to town twice in four days. Some green at Firekeepers this November. Win a share of over $200,000 with the cash grab giveaway on Saturday, November 26th. You could be one of 25 guaranteed winners to pick a big prize, including up to $30,000 cash. Earn entries daily and join us on November 26th. Every two hours from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., five winners will each get to select from the punch board to win up to $10,000 cash. Then at 10 p.m., it's the grand prize drawing, where five lucky players will each choose a huge cash prize from $12,500 all the way up to $30,000 cash. Don't miss your chance to win a share of over $200,000 with the Cash Grab Giveaway on Saturday, November 26th. 
The best giveaways, the biggest guaranteed prizes, only at Firekeepers. Get your Vegas on at Firekeepers Casino Hotel. I-94 to exit 104 in Battle Creek. Management reserves all rights. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers, four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn-out prongs, channels, or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. Barry Manilow is announcing a short 2023 arena tour. The 79-year-old will perform on a seven-night limited engagement. It's set to kick off January 13th in Sunrise, Florida and wrap up January 21st in Charlotte, North Carolina. He'll also be on stage in Tampa, Savannah, Orlando, Atlanta, Georgia, and Nashville. Ticketmaster is canceling the public sale of Taylor Swift's upcoming tour. Joe Levy of Billboard magazine says it's a very bad look for that company and a pretty bad day for Taylor Swift. Honestly, the fans, they're more frustrated that they signed up for something and didn't get The company cites an extraordinarily high demand on ticketing systems. It also said the cancellation is caused by an insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet the demand that the sale will generate. It comes as investigations have been launched into Ticketmaster for its handling of the sale of tickets for Swift's The Eras Tour. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino says he plans to shoot an eight-episode TV series next year. The Pulp Fiction director made the comment Wednesday night while promoting his new book at a New York event. He didn't offer any details about the project, but it would be his first TV work since directing two episodes of CSI back in 2005. In February, he was in talks to direct a revival of the FX series Justified. Tarantino's new book, Cinema Speculation, is out now. Class Entertainment, Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. Everybody. Yes, sir, it's finally here. Michigan versus Ohio State in football. 20 minutes until blastoff as two of the oldest rivals in the Big Ten square off in the game of the day, the game of the year, the game of the decade. Call it what you will. It promises to be two and a half hours of some of the most exciting football in the 104-year history of man's inhumanity to man. One of the most exciting broadcasters, Bob Eufer. And in that tradition, Jim Brandstatter had that microphone after playing for the Wolverines for many years. He's on our AT&T line right now. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Michigan-Ohio State. Happy Thanksgiving to you. That's wonderful to hear, isn't it, Eufer? Man's inhumanity to man. It's just uh, <laughs> he, he was a special, special broadcaster. When you were a player and he was the radio broadcaster, were you around him much, or did you guys not pay much attention to the old man in the booth? No, we, we were around him a little bit. He came down and talked to a lot of the guys. And, you know, We knew he had nicknames and stuff, but we didn't, we didn't really hear the games because we were playing. 
And, and back then, they didn't have a lot of replays and highlights and things oh. going on. So we didn't get to really kind of know Bob and what Bob did uh, huh. until like a year or two after graduation. Then you heard him, you go, holy cow. And we knew he was important. We knew he was important, and he did great stuff. But, uh, you know, while you're playing, you really don't have as much access or, or hear him as much because you're, you're busy the same time he is. We're hearing your new project, Voices of Michigan Stadium, and Jim Brandstatter's in the audio business uh, still <laughs> after all these years. And you, because you've written books in the past too, uh, but right. now it's all about the the listening and the. I mean, suddenly talk radio is hip. I mean, we used to be squares working on the AM side. It's kind of crazy, but the technology is such, and plus the ability to do this audio thing was. I've got all these interviews, Michael, that I have done years on tape and I've saved them and and I said how can I utilize them like Kip Taylor the guy who scored the first touchdown in Michigan Stadium ever in 1927 I've got him on tape Jeez. people should hear that Michigan fans should hear that and I said how do I utilize this stuff and I said you know it's time to write a book but make it audio so you can hear the great legends who made Michigan history tell their own story in their own voice because that voice has emotion and passion to it that you don't get in the printed word. And I, I just think it uh, makes a great project for me in retirement. Just like on the old Johnny Carson. Sh- By the way, you're not retired. You're working That's more right. than you ever have, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, but, you're, uh, right just about, like yeah, you're right about that. You will not be contained, Jim Brandstatter. And here's a little <laughs> clip, just like they used to do on the Carson show, of Voices of Michigan Stadium. One of the lowest moments in Bo Schembechler's Michigan coaching career was 1973. After a 10-10 tie with Ohio State to close the season, and despite outplaying the Buckeyes in the game and sharing the Big Ten title, the conference athletic directors voted to send Ohio State to the Rose Bowl. Schembechler never got over the injustice. There were some very weak character guys uh, in athletic director positions in the Big Ten. That's been proven. And everybody thought, well, uh, you know, we'll let it go and forget about it. But I I had some great football players and great teams uh, that never got to play in that great classic. I, I always said to myself, if I ever let up, on my bitterness over what happened to that football team in 1973. Uh, I'm not being fair to those guys who played. And so I never have, and I've been bitter ever since about it, and, uh, and I'll, never, I'll never forget it. And fortunately, because of that Michigan team in 1973, all these other teams in the Big Ten Conference now have an opportunity to play in a postseason bowl game because uh, that restriction of the Rose Bowl or no bowl was as antiquated and stupid as anything the Big Ten's ever done. And so uh, we did accomplish something, but it was at a hell of an expense. How do you think he really felt? <laughs> That's what I mean, isn't it? When you hear him, you can hear the emotion. You can hear the bitterness still in his voice. And, and that's what the audio gives you. That a, a, printed, a printed version of that speech would be fine. But, boy, you don't get the same kind of visceral feeling, do you? Do you know what's weird? And, again, I sound like a fogey. But this year, uh, the the loser will go to the Rose Bowl, not the winner yeah, between Michigan and Ohio State. And, and that's no, weird. No, that, Michael, don't feel like an old fogey because I'm the same way. I mean, <laughs> the traditions of collegiate football, given where we are headed in collegiate football, are all going by the wayside. Um, it's, it, you know, Back when I went to school, the idea was you get a degree and you get an opportunity to play for a big championship go to the Rose Bowl. That was the ultimate. Now you want to get into the playoff. The Rose Bowl doesn't mean as much. 
You want to get into the playoffs, and that's kind of sad in many ways. You know, what does that do to the Idaho potato or Ida bowl, whatever <laughs> it is? I don't know what or you call Bahama, it. Or the Bahama Bowl or whatever yeah. the heck it is. Yeah. yeah. How about the uh, the Holt Michigan Bowl there? At, they could play it on the lawn at the Crystal Bar. That would there, be you there you go. There you go. Let's line them up, get a TV contract, and kick it off at 1 o'clock. What do you say? <laughs> How can people revel in this? Because, you know, when you walk through tailgates, uh, you hear Bob Eufer's voice being played over and over. Now right. you can play Voices of Michigan Stadium at your tailgates. How do we get it? You can get it, you can get it by going to jimbrandstatter.com or Amazon, and uh, they've got the book. And just search Amazon for Voices of Michigan Stadium. And on jimbrandstatter.com, there's a link on that first page that takes you right to the Amazon page. So. That's how you get it, the audio book. There's also a paperback available. If you want to buy the paperback and follow along with the audio, you can do that. But it's, uh, that's where you get it. And it's, uh, it, I think it's a great deal. Michigan fans should enjoy it because you got voices from all the way, Don Lund to Deron Kramer. Mm. You, you do remember Ron. What a tremendous oh, yeah. storyteller he was. Rick Leach, Ron Johnson, uh, Ron Simpkins, all the, all the great ones. I wonder how many times Ron Kramer would have been canceled in the modern era. <laughs> just oh, just in going get, out with him. I, I was going to say, you need both hands and both feet to, with, with the number of times that would happen. <laughs> Are you going to Columbus? No, I will not go to Columbus this year. I'm going to uh, sit probably in front of a fireplace somewhere and watch that one on television. All right. Well, God bless you. You sure deserve it. And don't forget now, this is the new Voices of Michigan Stadium. The audio version by a man who spoke years and years and years on the microphone after he did his talking on the field with the champion Wolverines, Jim Branstetter. Love you, and I'm so grateful for you and Robbie and your friendship. It's Michael Patrick Shields from the coast of Lake Michigan to the coast of Lake Erie. Employees of Twitter are resigning in large numbers after Elon Musk issued an ultimatum that they need to commit to a hardcore work environment. Brian Shook explains. CNBC shared internal Slack messages that showed engineers and other employees saying their goodbyes leading up to the 5 p.m. Eastern Time deadline Thursday. Musk sent an email company-wide Wednesday saying employees should expect to work long hours at high intensity if they wanted to remain employed. An engineer told CNBC that resignations are affecting important parts of the company's infrastructure, something that would leave the company at serious risk of being able to recover. And Roku is set to lay off 200 employees. The company is citing current economic conditions after cutting almost 7% of its workforce. As of late last year, Roku had around 3,000 full-time employees in 13 different countries. This comes as other tech and media companies have made layoffs recently, like Amazon, Disney, and Meta. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. If you ever visit Detroit, and I know that you will with frequency... Stopping by the Solanus Casey Center is one of the most amazing, historical, soulful experiences you can have. And if you're lucky, you'll meet uh, Father Anthony Kotlita, the Capuchin, who works there from Nigeria. He's on our AT&T line. A blessed Thanksgiving to you, sir. Blessed Thanksgiving to you all. It's a soulful experience because people come there to pray for healing, and it's part museum, and it's part church. And it's a really magnificent stop right there, uh, not too far from Eastern Market. It's the uh, Solanus Casey Center. And, Father, uh, when you uh, 
are there, you're asking people to help you because you come from Nigeria where the oil companies basically contaminated the beautiful earth in which your people live, and so you are raising money for an uh, orphanage. And as yes. I understand it, you're doing it in your father's name, correct? Yes, thank you so very much. That's so true. That's so true. Like How can we know- help and why? What What happened? Yeah, it's, it's very important. It's a great question. For example, here in Detroit, we find out that during the depressions, everybody run away. The people that restore with from the soup kitchen to help the, the homeless were uh, Solanskisi or the Capuchins who help them till today. From then till now, we are still helping the, the homeless uh, who come to the soup kitchen, uh, to full soup kitchen. If that happened in America, that people are still homeless, dejected, and people took care of them, how about Nigeria in Ogoni, where I came from, Kensaro Wewa, that is the name of the foundation, Orphanage Foundation, was executed by hanging, home, land, devastated, polluted, destroyed. The worst thing is the children who their father and mother have gone will take care of them. So it was my vision that since getting all these ideas from here, see what is happening here, that something needs to be done at home. You know, I have got the foundations going. Uh, the land has been set up in Nigeria, uh, in Ogoni. Uh, I need hard to build, the, uh, the, keep it going. We've- Indeed, your heart is with your home. And just uh, uh, go ahead and Google up uh, Blessed Solanus Casey Center in Detroit. Ask for Father Anthony, and he will make it available for you to support him and his, ma- his mission in Nigeria. News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. The Biden administration says Saudi Arabia Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman should get immunity in the Jamal Khashoggi case. The Crown Prince has been named in a suit by the wife of the Washington Post journalist who was murdered in 2018. In a filing Thursday night, the administration said now that bin Salman has been promoted to prime minister, he's immune from the lawsuit as a sitting head of government. A top Russian official says a prisoner swap between the U.S. and Russia could be in the works. A Russian news report quotes a deputy foreign minister saying the potential swap would include the notorious arms trafficker Victor Boot, known as the Merchant of Death, in exchange for American prisoners, including basketball star Brittany Griner and retired Marine Paul Whelan. Buffalo and other areas in western New York are starting to get hit by a historic snowstorm. Erie County has issued a state of emergency and travel ban. Officials say surrounding areas could get... 12 to 18 inches of snow in the overnight hours. NBC's Melissa Parra is in Buffalo. We talk about the concerns here. It's, of course, the roads are a big concern. They can not only get slick, but when these bands come through, it is so hard to see. It's upwards of maybe zero visibility in some places at some points. NBC meteorologist Michelle Grossman says the snow is sticking around. To continue to see this. This is going to take until Sunday before it runs down. Up to five feet of snow near Buffalo. That is a lot of snow. I know Buffalo, you're used to the snow, but it's the first one of the season. It gets very, very heavy. Schools are closed today in Buffalo. 
The Biden administration is announcing a $13 billion investment to modernize the U.S. power grid. The announcement this morning said the funds would come from the bipartisan infrastructure law Biden signed last year and will include over $10 billion in competitive grants. And bad news for Swifties. Taylor Swift's new tour tickets will not be sold on Ticketmaster. They cite an insufficient remaining amount of tickets to meet the demand the sale will generate. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio.